been down so long, it's a must I win. Hold my place like cast iron, won't break, won't bend. Stuck them racks in the all black Camuto bag. Louis B. Drake, Dover Starch, Bowman Pants. Welcome to episode 35 of the First Rounders. You mad, bro? This your boy, B. Willingham, a.k.a. Calvin Candy. What's going on, my peoples? This is your boy, Ronaldo, a.k.a. King Leon, a.k.a. Not a fan of Jimerson, Vincent Garoppolo. I'm here tonight, though. What's good, everybody? Hey, this is your boy, the real Reggie, aka Young Clifton, aka Thank God We Have Grace. Yes, yes. Well, well, well. What's going on? Good listeners. This is Specialist Rivers, aka the guy that's gonna get uh young Gallup out of out of the Dallas, Texas area. Um, aka the guy that's coming home soon. What's up, Coles? Sir. Yes, sir. Hey, you got um, you got you got uh, you got John Gruden out yet, man? Uh, no. Um, he, nah. we still we still you know working on that because he he said some other words up in the emails that haven't been released yet. But I seen them. I didn't see all. I you know six hundred thousand plus and woo, G cry. But anyway, you better, you better get Johnny Cochran, my guy. it up. We gonna bring we we didn't bring back some guests on this thing, and running it back, running it back, running it back from you know like uh two weeks ago before the before or a week ago before this good old championship weekend we had in college football, and we had some we had some great guests on gave us some great insight, but we got young Jeffrey in the building. And we also got Coach David in the building, and they back to give their insight on a Georgia-Alabama game and whatever else we got going on in the podcast this evening. So without further ado, Jeffrey first and then Coach David. Yeah, man, I'm back, man. You know, this is Jeffrey Jackson, a.k.a. Jeff Legendary, a.k.a. Chico Dusty, you know. Woo! Dungeon family. <laughs> but yeah, man, just to go ahead and answer this question. Damn right, I'm mad. But you know, I'm about to go ahead and pass the mic over to Dave, yeah. man. What's going on? What's going on? It's Coach back in the back in the building with y'all. Try to tell some of y'all, but you're hard-headed. Some of y'all hard-headed. You don't listen. Some of y'all don't listen. But, but we'll get into that in a minute, though. I mean, I mean, I made my, I made my um, prediction, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I think I'm on. I'm, I think I'm on. I'm think I'm on the right path with you, you David. You know what I'm saying? So I made my, you know, I made my prediction right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the the typical Georgia really just this came out. So all those times you think Georgia's gonna do something until one of those big moments, what they do, they choke. So. Man, and I'm so about to sip on that one. Mm. That just like down. Mm-hmm. What was that year they went undefeated? They went. They played, they went to like Florida. Florida was like, sorry, Florida ended up beating them. I think, I think um, it was back when Matt Stafford was the quarterback back in like 2006. Oh, oh I want to talk. I'm talking about way before then. It was probably mm. like my, um, yeah. it had to be like, like my senior year. Like that when um, David Green was quarterback? Yeah, David Green was quarterback. David, David Green, Green. I was about to say. Yeah. And not nah, back Young when DJ Green. Saka was, should have been quarterback. Mm. Yeah. 
2002. Yeah, 2002. Yeah, when they won the um, the Sugar Bowl. And they yes, played they had Ricky Brown, State. they had Musa Smith. Musa uh, yeah. um, Smith? Yeah, they, they had Fred Gibson. Back there. Odell Thurman? Yeah, Fred Gibson. Odell Thurman. David Powell. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard Fields. I don't know if he was Richard Fields was on the team. was like crazy as hell, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he from so, like Monticello. I know some people from Monticello, so. Had some issues, bro. Yeah. He really is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he got his uh, straightened up, so. Hopefully, that yeah. I, that's, that's what I heard, so. Mm-hmm. That's good, dude. Yeah, yeah the crack that crack is real out there in the streets. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> hey man, Jeffrey, man. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and get it popping. Why are you mad, bro? Yeah. First off, can I say this right quick? Oh, what what's your what's your excuse? That's my, my excuse. excuse. What's your excuse? Mm. I can't even say excuse, man. I gotta just state the obvious that that day, that particular day, Alabama's just a better team. And, you know, I'm up here actually rewatching the game right now as we speak. And as I look at it, I'm seeing like a lot of poor, um, a lot of poor execution. And then it's like, you know, just kind of just kind of jump into it. You know, we were kind of predictable after a while. And then Stetson, let's be honest, man, Stetson's a good quarterback during the regular season. But when it comes to big games like Alabama, he proved it to us last year. And he's proved it this year as well that he's just not ready for that. And I really wish that Kirby would have pulled a plug and put somebody else in there, you know. And it's and, and it's not just on um and it's not just on stats. It's also that it's also that defense, you know. Hey. Like they kept on giving up the big pass, and you know Bryce was just chunking around the field. And then the sad thing to say is that this particular game, man, it really cemented Bryce Young as a Heisman Trophy runner, which we're gonna go into later on. But he just kind of, you know, took it out on Georgia and. He gave and he won himself a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. One thing caught me was they supposed to be the, like the best defensive team. They give up like more than eight points, and they just I don't know they just down. I just feel like they choked. They gave up forty one points. And if I was the defense, I would feel some kind of type of way about that. I'm like, like all this year, y'all. I think the highest they probably gave up was like seventeen points. They gave mm-hmm. up 41 points. I'm like, yo, y'all defense, y'all should be like pissed off on that. Cause I know if I was on that defense right now, I'd be I'd be mad as hell. I'm like, man, next team I'm playing, man. I'm like, they ain't giving no more shit. But and then also, man, you got to give it up to Nick Saban, man. Yeah. I hate his. I mean, I mean, he's almost like Bill Belichick to where I just hate that he's just so damn good. He knows how to plan, he knows how to feed, feed, feed all this woe is me to the media, and then they bite into it. And he always smiles some rat poison. Nick, know what the hell he be doing out there. It's like, man, we got to figure out a way to just put our foot on the pedal and don't take it off because this is this this is getting ridiculous. I mean, honestly, Jeff, it it, it doesn't help that that Saban knows Kirby better than Kirby knows Kirby. I was about Kirby, to say, listen, y'all, Kirby y'all Kirby missing is. the point. It ain't listen. Y- y'all gonna look at where, where Kirby coming from? All right. You look how Kirby Smart constructed this team. This team is constructed like Alabama back in 2009, 2010, 11, the early years. You're right. He, he's constructed. He has created Alabama East. That's what he's created. We're going to play good defense. We're going to run the ball and have our quarterback minimize turnovers. But, David, just add, on, just add on to that, brother, like something that – you saw that Nick Saban did about 2014 was that he went back on his own word because he used to talk about how 
you know, like these pass heavy offenses are just not good for the game. And then he realized that, hey, this could be a weapon that I can use to my own advantage. And okay, so man. he figured out his way to to perfect that kind of a passing game and he ran with it. Well, and that's I something mean, that it's the times. It ain't it's it's not him going back on his word. He football kind of did, changed. Though. He kind of did but football because... changed. But the his thing, football changed. Yeah, football wasn't three yards in a cloud of dust. I don't that's need true. to have six five, 290-pound linebackers. Who can't run? Yep. The game when Alabama start losing games is because teams start going they spread offenses, spreading them out, making you have to cover the whole field. I don't need a six five yes. linebacker or a six or three hundred pound defensive lineman who can't run. Right. So it ain't that he just went back on his word. The game changed, so therefore he changed. You can't so adapt to it. You're right. You have to adapt. Either you adapt, or, or you love or or you're you gonna be your ass fired. Yep. AKA less miles and, and the last two stops of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Say less miles didn't adapt. So he got up out, they got him up out the paint. I'll so, be like, I'll make a lot to you like that during the second half. I'm like, man, can y'all please just put somebody else in? Yeah, I'll put in um, why? JT or put in Brock Benedict or somebody because why? Stetson, you know, Stetson's okay. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of like, Somebody that hey, you know, like he's gonna give you a good game. And um it just it just got to a point where I'm like, man, we gotta, you know, we gotta try something new because Zeus gonna do so much, um, Cook gonna do so much, and I saw that we had George Pickens back. You know, it's like Brock Bowers, man, he's you know, he's like the number one offensive weapon right now, it looks like, and it's and it's like we can't just depend on him. Well, you know, well, like, I, I tried, I tried, right tried now, to, like, I tried huh? to tell you because I yep. tried to tell you. It ain't the passing. Y'all couldn't run the ball. Y'all have ran the ball all year long. When you can't run the ball, it makes you one-dimensional. Y'all are not built to be one-dimensional. And that's the that's the difference. Y'all been running the ball, having your way with everybody. You couldn't run the ball, Alabama. Alabama told you, hey, and I and I said it last week, if you stop the run, may Georgia be one-dimensional, they'll win the game. It wasn't just us because Alabama couldn't run the ball either, but Alabama caught the marks where they realized that, hey, you know what? Um, But Alabama ain't ran the ball all year. I can just spread them out because there was like this one play in the second quarter where Bryce John threw like a 50-yard touchdown pass. Just um, took the top off. And I'm like, man, what the hell? Dude, Alabama ain't ran the ball all year long. Y'all looking at one game. Alabama has not ran the ball. All year long, they've struggled running the ball. So when you got the best quarterback in the country, you can do that. It's just what it is. When you have those type of weapons, you can. It, it affords you that opportunity. Now, Stetson Bennett didn't play bad. Your defense got punched in the mouth and didn't back and didn't back and didn't bounce back from it. They took it in the chops. Ain't nobody hit them like that all year long. Yeah. And so when you can't, when you can't, they couldn't rush the quarterback because Kirby was scared. If I rush him and if we don't get to him. It's going to be a problem. And that O-line, and it wasn't Nick Saban. He played the everybody disrespecting us. Everybody was disrespecting Alabama. Everybody yeah. said, this ain't the year. The king is dead. Everybody crowned Georgia. You still got to get out there and play the game. And when he came out there, Georgia hit him in – Alabama hit Georgia in the mouth, and they couldn't bounce back from it. Well, I mean, the good I mean, news it, is, um, you, you know, 
both teams made it to the playoffs, so I'm not going to just it's, um, just just on right it in, but it's like we have a chance to meet up again. And if that does happen, I do expect a different game. Hopefully not the same outcome, but I do expect that George will show up differently. What makes you think that? Like, you know, what, you like, would, I mean, like, honestly, I think that you would really be a fool to do the same thing twice and think you're going to have a chance, chance, chance to change something. So there has to be a short leash on the way things have been ran right now. I mean, like, you have what to do be you mean a short leash? You do realize y'all are 12 and 1. You act like y'all 5 and 7. You might as well be right now, you know, because right now we might as well be. I mean, because honestly, listen, take your listen. We understand are we are at a point to where it doesn't even matter about what happened in the past. We focusing on now, right now. The primary and guess what? Right now, y'all twelve and one. Focus is Michigan first. For and that's good. It should be Michigan. For y'all, it's some it's some Alabama. So once we get past those two hurdles, what's up? Double or nothing. What 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 hurdles? You talking about the Michigan hurdle? Yeah, Listen. Michigan. I mean, because hey, because really, honestly, we can't just say, "Oh, we were found them." We got to go ahead and handle Michigan first. So, what do you think is going to be different against Michigan? <laughs> so, what, 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 what makes you think y'all? Oh, I know. I saw it. I saw it too. He said, "Go Gators." I, I saw that. That's Gators. fucking right, motherfuckers. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And the goddamn hey, motherfuckers, <laughs> but y'all go ahead because this shit great. Yeah, oh, I, but I, what I'm saying is, understand this. Take your take your fanboy hat off for a second. I need uh-huh. you, I need to take take your fanboy hat off and, and, and look at football for what it is. Y'all are twelve and one. You've dominated as a coach. You're not gonna change. You're not gonna throw out the baby with the wash because you lost one game. Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna keep with what what's got you there. That's why he done pulled Stetson Bennett. You dance with the one who brought you. That boy earned the right to, to play in that game. And, and my thing is, the kid threw for th- 340 yards and three touchdowns. Now, the two interceptions, they fooled him. One of them, they fooled him on the coverage. It, well, it David, David, just to kind of back up on that, since 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 we're talking Alabama, didn't they do the same thing a couple years ago with Tua and Jalen? Tua, Tua, Tua didn't throw to it and throw for um, 300 yards. He, but he only, it, it's not the same. Y'all still was scoring. We can look at the national championship game where Jalen was kind of struggling and what did, and, and, uh, what did it do? He went back and he said, hey, I need to have me a little spark. He threw to it and then to it balled out. But the following year, it was around. To it was kind of sorry in the uh, SEC championship game. He said, you know what? We need a spark. He threw Jalen up in there. Well, guess so what the spark like, been. You can't just you can't just ride the horse all the way down to the end of the cliff if you see that the horse is stumbling. Sometimes First you got off, to switch it up if it you need to. It ain't the offense, it ain't the offense's problem. The offense don't stop the other team from scoring. Your You're defense, right. it, y'all put all this on, on, on that kid. It's the defense. The defense gave up 41 points, not the offense. I think the offense did give up a touchdown too, or off okay. like pick so they gave up a pick, so they gave up six points. So six points. Out of 41. So even if you take the six off the board, you still lose. Y'all gotta y'all need to fix what happened with the defense. The yeah. offense, the offense, and you can you can run the ball. A quarterback, if a quarterback throws for 340 yards and three touchdowns, y'all should win the game. But your running back had 11 carries for 38 yards. So your tight end, you talk about Bowers, had 10 receptions, 139 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, 
you got to go. Y'all got to look, look at the look at the defense. Y'all defense let y'all down. Bottom line. Yeah, they did. They did. I give <laughs> so, you that. Y'all gonna y'all want to ride? Y'all now Michigan. We can go, now we can we can fast forward to Michigan. It's a better matchup for y'all. It, it is. They want to run the ball. Y'all want to stop the run. That that's gonna be a better matchup. Because they, is, I don't think their quarterback is, can play like and that. And also, I can just go ahead and say that hey, you know, they have pretty good defense. They have a good defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna just say that we're gonna just blow their ass out of the water. I mean, like it's gonna be a competitive game. Now, as far as this Alabama Cincinnati game, I mean, you know, y'all are y'all are expected to beat them, but I'm not sure exactly how good Cincinnati really is to where it could be a good game. Well, here's the thing. It ain't the first group. It's the second. It's the second. It's the subs. Cincinnati yeah. may have some stars out there who can play. But when they get tired and you substitute, can those guys keep up with Alabama's second group? So you're talking about so Alabama's second group of receivers. They four and five stars. Can Cincinnati's secondary cover those guys? Now, Cincinnati has two great corners. They can, they can play with any receiver in the country. But now that's your, two, that's, your, but that's your corners. But can your safety cover number one? Can he cover number one? Can he cover number seven? Brooks. Yeah. Or the other freshman, number 11. So, yeah, you got two corners. But if, if the number if number one, Jamison Williams, ain't outside at the, at the number one receiver, he inside at a slot receiver, and your safety got to cover him, now your ass is in trouble. So it just depends on the matchups. I, I think Cincinnati's a good football team. Not going to take nothing from them. They under, mm-hmm. They're the only undefeated team in the country. So you got to give them that respect. They made it. They beat everybody who 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 they put in front of them. So you got to respect them. They made it this far. So the best bet is respect them, and then take it to them. And then so so um, Dave, let me just ask you this, man. Like, what do you think about Nick about Nick Saban's way of just kind of like um, kind of what I call playing like Jedi mind tricks. Like whenever it, whenever it comes to the whole thing about rap chords and somebody's ooh, it's yummy and all that bull. Like, what do you think about that, man? Do you think that that's all part of the ploy, or do you think that it really does work when you use that kind of stuff? Some of it you works. Know? I mean, you think about it. Alabama, still Alabama. Everybody was talking, disrespecting them. Oh, they struggled. You should have lost to Auburn. You should have lost to it. Everybody can say what they want to say, but there's a lot of pretenders out there. Texas a and won. Give them credit. They won. Congratulations. But LSU had a shot. They, they let it go. Arkansas had a shot. They let it go. Auburn had a shot for three quarters and let it go. So it's it, everybody has something to say. I mean, those kids play football like everybody else. They, they don't want to be disrespected. Oh, the offense, they terrible. They can't run the ball. Y'all let y'all let Auburn hang in there with you. You let this six and five team almost beat you. Y'all ain't gonna have no shot against Georgia. Okay, they like y'all must have forgot who we are. And Nick Saban told them. Shit, y'all they just gave a cue for the fire, man. Just gave yeah, a cue for gonna the fire. The bell? If you're gonna poke the bell, shit, goddamn deal. You better deal with you better deal with them claws and you yep. wake his ass up. So now what y'all done, what didn't happen is now you let them gain confidence because you ain't pissed them off. So now and now they gain confidence at the wrong well for them at the right time going into the playoffs. For everybody else, y'all done fucked up. Because y'all done pissed them kids off. And they and they told you at the at their press conference. Y'all talk about like we some slap ass team and back in East Mississippi somewhere. Shit, we still hey, in Alabama. 
East hey, now, uh, East Mississippi had a good football team, you know. Now, now I ain't talking about like the community <laughs> school. I'm talking about some hey, man, high school team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what it is. So yeah, the rap poison it worked because everybody was t- everybody has some negative to say. Nobody gave Alabama respect in this game. It's just what it is. The national media was like, "Should Alabama finna win this game? They've been trash all year. They ain't got lucky. You didn't got lucky. Well, now you ain't pissed off them five stars." Now they're ready to play. Now we're going to show y'all how well we can play football. And that defense went back to an old-school old style defense, and they shut shit down. I can't even argue with that one, man. I got to just eat crow with this. But, but the beauty of it is that, hey, the playoffs are here, and we're both in the dance, so we'll just see what happens. Oh, yeah. I look forward to a rematch. I, I, oh, yeah, I me do. too. Me too. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like you, like you said, Jeff. That's the main thing is, man, is is the fact that again, opposite of what happened with Alabama, and Alabama now has the confidence to make another serious run for the championship. Georgia now has to do some soul searching and not let the fact that you know, again, people were calling them one of the most historic defenses of our time. All the accolades that they've gotten all year, and it just you know. It just can't crash it down in one game. So they have to literally pick themselves up. They got to pick themselves, pick themselves up for the mat, dust themselves off. And like you said, man, there's still a chance out there. They're, they're in the dance, and, and, and they can't let Alabama, or at least the mentality from that from the SC championship, beat them twice. They yeah, because I can't, just paused this rewatching the game because, like, man, this is where they started to really beat our ass. So I just paused that shit. I mean, I saw enough. <laughs> I saw what it was. You know, I saw what happened as far as, you know, the lack of execution, just like David said, it was like lack of uh, execution on defense, man. You know, like, you know, once Alabama started, started, started scoring, like we, like uh, we really didn't come back out there with the different or uh, with the adjusted game plan, because when we yeah, was up to the zero, Nick wasn't even flinching. You know, he was like, Hey, you know what? One score at a time, stop them on defense, execute. Yeah. Honestly, they, I tell you what really changed that game. I think when I saw Jamison Williams absolutely burn, who was that? Ran about two of them. That was by both of them. When he burned, I'm like, okay, floodgates might open right here. Like I said, these boys got their swag back. I, that was a good point right there. I was like, uh-oh, Bama got their swag back. They're going to come back, and they're probably going to just j- j- just start laying it on. It's going to make, like I said, it's going to make everybody feel crazy that that that, that, that we all doubted saving at one time, but 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 to your point, to to David's point, and and I'm also address address this to you, Jeff. You know, as you know, not just to you, man, but to address address Georgia fans because I was talking to to my boy, you know, Doctor the Doctor Odas Demetrius about this because you know he's a big Georgia <laughs> fan as well. So I told him, you know, that. Unfortunately, what David said is correct. Kirby still coaches, and he has built Georgia like classic 2009, 2010 Alabama. That's that's it's clear that he's one of those defensive coaches that still has that mentality of we're going to play good defense, we're going to control the ball, and we're not going to have our quarter. We're not going to put our quarterback in a situation to actually you know lose us the game, no, no matter how good he could be or if we let him loose. He's not going to lose the game for us. That's always been his mentality. That's always been classic, you know, 
Nick said the classic ball control, classic defensive coaching, the oh. defensive mind becoming a head coach. But, but I told you, unfortunately, what you say? What you say? What'd you say, what'd you say, I, say I, I was saying, yeah, to, to piggyback on like what you're saying, Kirby's had success with that. When he last, yeah, when he, when he last, when he last left Alabama, that's how they was winning. So he didn't. He went there for the for the two for the two years. He so, never lane got there. Yeah. Yeah. So he left. He was gone. So he's built Alabama to what he's seen. So the but, last bit of Alabama, what he yeah. saw is what he's built. Now he's not, now mm-hmm. he's screwed. Now it's just what it is. I think, and this is my personal opinion. He screwed. He screwed up when he let um, Justin Fields. That was his chance to to turn the corner. They didn't that. Can you repeat that, that again? Boy, I said Kirby Smart screwed up when he let Justin Field go to Ohio State and, and stayed with Jake Fromm. Whatever that right. boy name is. Is it Jake Fromm for real? Yeah. Is that it, Jake Fromm? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Jake it don't, Fromm. E- it don't even matter anymore. But <laughs> it matters. <laughs> My thing is, so back when we had Jake, I mean, back when we had Justin Fields, we had a raw offensive coordinator. That's when we still had. Yeah, think, we James did. Coley. See, like with with um, the guy that we have now, the Coley or Chaney? Monk, I mean, um, top Monk. I think it was Chaney. I think it was Chaney. Chaney was your OC then. Okay, so yeah, so it was Chaney, but um, the thing where we messed up at was that if we had top Monkey back then. I think the story would have probably been uh, been a little bit different, not as far as when we have beaten Bama in the SC Championship, but I think that if we would have had Top Monkey with a quarterback like Justin Fields, somebody that can run and pass, it would have been a different story. I mean, granted, I'm not going to just totally shit on um, sense because he has had a good year, and he's a fairly mobile quarterback to be, you know, white yeah. guy. But um, it's like we have to get more creative sometimes because we do have the offensive coordinator that, the offense corner that has that has potential to be able to be more creative, but Kirby got to kind of take his hands off the pedal, you know, let this guy, you know, get the best player out there because we got to be able to have an answer for this. If if we do have if if we do have a rematch, we got to have an answer. But he needs to be he needs to be the head. No, yeah, I was about to say that because that was actually going to be my my, my point. What 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 all y'all was saying. I think that unfortunately Kirby seems to put a hard cap. I know what this is what Georgia fans think, but Kirby seems to put a hard cap on what Georgia can do, do you know, year in and year out because of his mishandling of the quarterback position, you know, since he's gotten there. You let Jake like and you, you said it perfectly, David. He could have he could have you know let Justin Fields be the off ramp. Because again, if you're trying to you know really build and trying to keep up with Saban, you could at least you know let let him be the transition to okay, we're going to actually you know be more of a creative offense. You don't have to chuck the ball you know like fifty times or you know try to you know run some sort of you know exotic. Like you don't need to be you don't need to be Oklahoma to to win at Georgia. I'm not saying that they should like do that, but you should at least you know be a little. Like you, like you said, this is the 2009 to the 2010. This is the ring T era no more, man. Like I said, we need to need to see a little bit more than, than, than what we saw back in back in the early, you know, back in the early, you know, 2000 to 2000, you know, 10s, 10s or whatever, though. But I think his mishandling, mishandling of quarterbacks and not trusting them, you know, to at least pick the team up 
in bad situations, or at least have them, you know, trying to make a comeback. Basically, pull a tour. I pull, you know, Jalen Hurts from two years from you know two years ago. It seems that he's still not trusting any of his QBs or any of his offensive coaches, you know, to actually take that next step with them. Well, and I'm gonna say this, and I, I get, and I, I'm, I'm about to talk out both sides of my mouth on this one. So, here's the here's the thing as a coach. He hadn't had the quarterback room talent of what Alabama's had in the last couple of years. So that's one. But as far as this year going, you you look at what well, not Alabama, excuse me, but what Georgia has scored, they were putting up at minimum 30 points a game. You're talking about minimal. So you're talking about Auburn. You're talking about from, from the start of the season. The only time they didn't put up a bunch of points was the first game of the season against Clemson. And won 10 to 3. Clemson has a solid defense. So they play UAB 56 points, South Carolina 40 points, uh Vandy 62, which is that's Vandy. So they, you know, score 37, 34, 30. So they, they're averaging points. So some of it is it just he hadn't got to that point of recruiting that type of talented quarterback yet. And maybe he is. Maybe that kid just well, decided he has two five stars on his roster right now. That's what's so, crazy, though. He has Brock I mean, like, Bears, and he has another five star coming again this class. But That's hey, a no five star. Five star is just a rating. Star, though, but, yeah. <laughs> but I said five star is just a rating. Well, who, who, you still got to get out there and play. That guy from Raven County, Gunnar Stockton, the one who yeah, committed. Yeah, Gunnar Stockton. Yeah, he's he a, a full star, but yeah. Like I said, he got a high five star. Actually, yeah, high four star. Low five star, yeah. Depending on what rank is, like I said, he he's still a very good. Again, he's the type of guy that that's like Todd Munkin, like, like Jeff was saying. He's a Todd Munkin quarterback, or at least somebody who can like play in the more open offense instead of you know do, doing the handoff to to you know Zeus or doing you know play action or play actioning to Brock Bowers. But like I, I said, think he, also, he's the you quarterback. know with um Justin Blaylock and with um with um George Pickens injured. They kind of took some of the firepower out of out of the outfits, and that kind of made us more more on um, run heavy. So it's not just the fact that we want to run the ball because Kirby did make strides by getting a by getting the offensive coordinator that is more pass happy, that is that is that is more of a spread offense. So I think part of what it is is that you know honestly, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, Alabama had a better showing and they had the fuel. That they needed, they had poster board material to be their ass today. They did. I mean, it's just, it's just no beat around. It's a bad, it's a we bad matchup for y'all. Material. Listen, listen. It wasn't y'all. It was one. It was the nation. It wasn't Georgia. Georgia. Georgia said nothing bad about Alabama. It was, it was, it was literally the media. The media screwed y'all on this one. But he, here's the thing: there are such things as bad matchups, just like in boxing. People say styles make fights. So. This is this is not a good style for y'all. It's just not because Nick Saban understands what Kirby wants to do. Hell, he taught it to him. So, yeah. but That's when it. he's adjusted, he's adjusted on certain things. Now, understand this: it ain't like Kirby out here. This is the first game where Alabama just blasted Georgia like that in a in a true playoff setting. All other games have been they've been close games, so it's not like. Kirby is, is is being a is being a bad coach. You're talking about the last time they played, Alabama walked off with a walk-off second and 26 touchdown pass. <laughs> so, which who was up? Georgia was up in that game. So it's it's not like Georgia is a slow team or the offense ain't moving. 
it's just it's just a bad matchup. And that I mean, that's the thing. You can be mad at anybody you want, but when Alabama loses, you ought to be mad at everybody else who was ahead of them that they lost and let them get back into the position to face y'all. So it, it's just a, to me, it's a legit just a bad matchup for Georgia based off the history and who the coaches are. Either way, though, this was a this was wake up call for us. You know, this was a chance for us to realize that hey, you know what? Maybe at that moment we we uh, wasn't as good as what we thought we was at that moment. We needed we needed a moment to be humbled, and this was a humbling experience. So I do believe, you know, as I as I said before, I do believe that, you know, if if on, if on we do match up in the national championship game, I expect for the score to be closer. I mean, I think it's going to be all about execution, and whoever makes the first couple of mistakes, you know, it's not going to bode well for them, you know. And so I do think wholeheartedly that hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna end up re we'll end up rematching and you know, hopefully it'll be a different outcome. But you know, for at least the next couple of weeks, this is kind of gonna be the thing about people saying, Oh, how good Alabama is or how George doing this or that, and you know, so it's gonna it's gonna definitely be a interesting rematch if we do get there. I agree. I definitely agree, man. So, so guys, so we already touched on it during our doing our conversation, you know, a, a, a lot of it organically, obviously. But we talked about the college football, what the college football matchups are. And so we, we, or at least the first round, we, we're going to give our predictions now. That's still, you know, still a good while away. But at least not not our official predictions. But we can talk about them. We can ask, you know, did they get it right? Did Cincinnati, you know, deserve to be the the, the first C five to, to to get in? I said, again, did, did they get it right, man? Did should, should Notre Dame have sneak, snuck in, man? Or, or at least, what are y'all's thoughts, man? Like I said, I, 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 I'm, I'm asking some, I'm asking some really, you know, some, some really crazy questions that 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 ESPN be asking, and I, and I myself be sick in my head at though, man. But let's college football playoff thoughts, guys. My thing is, why I think they got it right. Uh, my thing is, why the hell do think Notre Dame is going to sneak up in there? <laughs> I mean, they had, like I said, they I'm with Jeff. They had it right. I'm sorry. Like, Georgia, like, like Bama, number one, Michigan, number two, Georgia, number three, and Cincinnati, number four. I mean, really could it really had Georgia. Maybe they can went down to number two. But like I said, it, I think it's fine like it is now. So, but. I think so, too, because. I am glad that even though they won't they won't outright say it, they didn't want to have this first playoff game to be a straight rematch. No, nah, so they want that to be the championship game. Yeah. So that was all side up, side up, side up to be able. Either it's gonna be, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna just be realistic, you know. You're gonna have somebody like Alabama or Georgia or Michigan that are premium blue collar teams that will make it to be a good matchup in the international championship game. You know, like they really don't expect Cincinnati to do much, and you know, it's all about what looks good. And I think that it's going to probably either be Alabama and Michigan or Alabama and Georgia, but probably Alabama and Georgia. I'm not going to go out like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I think I think I think the playoff the committee got it right this year. Uh, Michigan's first time in it, Cincinnati, so you got two new faces in it. Um. Mm-hmm. If I, if Cincinnati had have lost their conference championship game, I think Notre Dame would have got the bump. I think um, so too. 
I'm not only thing, only reason I think only person that probably could have beat jumped them might have been Oklahoma State because that would have been a one loss team. Power five I think score. they were five two, and they were five yeah, two. I right think. Man, yeah. imagine, imagine, was imagine, if, imagine if um Notre Dame had got in, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, um Kelly out there at LSU looking at him like okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd look foolish. It, it, it would look real <laughs> funny, real. He funny. said, "My family." He tried to be all country and Cajun. It's crazy. About that, family. That was crazy, bro. That press yeah, the intro, that that intro was crazy. Game. Yeah, that and the basketball intro was was funny, but that's just me. I just about, I'm like, hold on. Like, about like, so, everybody about knows you from Boston, people. dude. <laughs> like, everybody knows you from Boston, man. What, what, what are we doing out here, Brian Kelly? What are we doing out here? I mean, he trying to he trying to sell the fans because he know Southerners. We really don't fool with Northerners when it comes to coaching. You know, like that. Now, I mean, but, understand, but understandable. David, David can like we agree that that was kind of disingenuous. You know, like oh yeah, he's out here kind of like fronting. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, he was bullshit. Oh, yeah. Bullsh- yeah, I mean, no, he he don't even look right wearing purple and gold. I mean, when you look he really, at him, he don't even he don't even look right saying words, and he only say LSU. He say look. Louisiana State University. Everybody else says what LSU. LSU. So for him, ninety-nine percent of the population says LSU. And nobody says Louisiana State University. Hold on, on, Coach Dave. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm definitely miss old Eddie O out there. Go Tigers. Hold hold on, I, I and if I said when I say that when I say the team, it's a it's a. F U C K then LSU. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side to all that, I loved um, Marcus Freeman's introduction to Notre Dame because that was fine. oh yeah. They got me, yes. they got me one, they got me really, really um uh, interested in, in what he got going with that program for sure. He makes me really want to Notre Dame again. Yep, and that's yeah, the exactly, thing. Exactly. That's the thing. I went, like, that's I'm, the thing. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Again, again, like I said, man, it's like Notre Dame. Like we really care. We really about to, you know, be stands for Notre Dame out here, man. Like I said, that that doesn't sound that sounds crazy too. But hey, like it's like like I said, the last show when we found out breaking news when it broke while we were on the show that Marcus Freeman was indeed the new head coach for Notre Dame. It's like you know what? Even though yeah, we're gonna talk more about you know the coach the coaching things later on, man. But I just want to just touch on this. This right quick in, in relation, you know, to the to the you know, college football playoff landscape. It's just the fact that you know, I don't know how closely y'all actually been following this man's career, but he's definitely been one of one of the you know highest risers and one of the quickest risers in all of the sport, man. I mean, this dude was, I think, what Cincinnati? Yeah, he was. Yeah, Cincinnati's defensive coordinator for like two seasons. He actually comes into Notre Dame. And not only does he come to Notre Dame, he has the ground running. He he's actually he was Notre Dame's best recruiter once he was hired, you know, on that staff. And Brian Kelly already, you know, had a good recruiting apparatus in Notre Dame going. I think that was one of the reasons why they think he was leaving Notre Dame, because he finally got them to a place to where mm-hmm. they could actually recruit at a top five level. And one of those reasons was because of Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator who's now the who's now, you know, the head coach, you know, for the Fighting Irish. So, and again, it's not so crazy, you know, because of the fa- fact is, man, he's <laughs> – me and him were in the same high school class. I didn't go to high school with him, obviously, but he, he, 
he, he he's in the same high school class as I am, man. And, and and he's the head coach of probably the biggest brand, the biggest name brand known to college football, man. So that's it. I ain't had a little match. And, and that's, and that's what did that's man. what did it for me, man. That's what did it for me because you would have never thought. I mean, I mean that just in, in my opinion, I would never saw thought I was going to see a face like that leading. Irish, again, you know, again, again, so, again, 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 that's very again. good. So, also, honestly, I think that he's going to bring a spark to that program, something that's new, something that's kind of out of the box a little bit. Someone that you know has, like you said, he just he just kind of blossomed quick, and he's going to probably sell a lot of people on that on that program to the um to on the point to where I think Notre Dame definitely hit the mark. And to be honest with you, I'm just be 100. Brian Kelly is not as good as people think he is. Oh, he overrated, man. Very. I'm, I'm tripping. Y'all delusional. I can't. Yeah, I'm not delusional. Okay, I'm not with that take. Whatever you sipping in that red cup, whatever you sipping in that red cup, you need to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. One more sip. I said, the man won 100 games. You can't be a bad coach and win 100 football games. At and one school. And he's the winningest coach at Notre I said, I said, and then on top of it, then he's been in the playoffs twice. Now, granted, they didn't show up where he's been in the playoffs and the, the BCS. So yeah. it's not like it's not like he ain't never been nowhere. Again, the teams he ran up on is the same team. And he said it in the last last time he played Alabama. This ain't a Notre Dame problem. This is a college football problem. Alabama is a problem for everybody they play. So it ain't like, now he a good coach. Now, does he fit LSU? I, 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 he, I don't think he's a fit for LSU, but he's a big name. And they want big names. They want donors. But mm-hmm. again, he, the, I mean, like again, here Northerner and, you know, us Southerners, we funny acting about our football coaches. But well, David, his record speaks well, David, for himself, though. Answer this then. How do you think he's going to fare at LSU? He'll, he, I, I think he'll win eight ball games a year, at minimum. I think he'll win eight ball games a year. If he can win eight ball games at Notre Dame, hell, he can win eight ball games at LSU with yeah, less academic I restrictions. Heard that, um, I think it's Max Johnson, already went to the transfer portal along, yeah. uh, along with his little brother as well. And see, Max come from a um, he come from um, from like a pedigree, you know. That's on that's on Brad Johnson's son. Yeah. Brad Johnson's son, and yeah. The, and he went to Oconee County High School too. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's right. Yep, down the street from Athens. So okay. So I mean, now Brian Kelly again. Am I a fan of Brian Kelly? Not so much. But I, but I have to give him his credit. You can't win a hundred ball games to be the winningest coach at at Notre Dame and say you're not a you're not a good coach. That's that's that's, you can't do that. Like David, I wouldn't say that he's that that he's not a good coach, but at the same time. He's not as good as people give him credit for. That's explain, the explain to, to me. Explain to me how as, is that? That's what people give him credit for. I mean, granted, Notre Dame is a team that played teams from all over the country. And honestly, the quarterbacks that he was rolling out all the way back to when he had Tommy Reese and he had what was that kid named Kill and you know Tommy <laughs> Kill. Oh man, that's a name. All these other guys. It's like Malik Zayer. I think that's the name. Yeah, yeah Zaire. 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 <laughs> Bush or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, they so, were okay. okay. They were oh, okay. So understand this. So, okay. You're saying they're okay. But now, 
can he go down and, and get Lamar Jackson? No. You know why? Because Lamar Jackson can't get his ass in, in the probably can't get in the damn Notre Dame. At some point, oh, Notre Dame you is you still you still got to qualify to get into the school. Notre Dame yeah. ain't like some of the other schools. They don't relax their restrictions for no damn football player. You're going to be a student. Yeah, just, uh, just like Stanford. St- I think yeah, Stanford and Notre Dame way. are the two, yeah, two, two, highest, two highest academic requirements to get in their school. Like David said, they're not, laxing, they're not just laxing them for, for any for, – for, even for football players that's going to bring in revenue and bring in, and bring in you know, more eyes and, and, and more you know, fans to the product. They're still like, nope, this is an academic institution. They got to qualify for the school just like every other student who, who puts in an application. And I think that's what I think that's the main thing, or at least what I've what I've been reading. That's the main reason why Kelly made this move. Besides the money, obviously, a hundred million dollars. You know, that, that's that's definitely a very very nice compensation compensation. You know, before, before you know him him moving down south, but he has access again to a talent pool that that between Louisiana. Certain parts of Texas, Arkansas, Mississippi, that entire region, he has rights of refusal to everybody. Everybody goes, everybody, everybody, every good kid in Louisiana wants to stay home and play for LSU because LSU is the only big time school in that state. It's not, it's not even like Georgia where you have Georgia, Georgia Tech. LSU <laughs> Georgia is the, it, 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 the, the us too, Georgia Southern also, but LSU is the whole freaking show. It is, but like at the same time, you do have a lot of talent in you know LSU or in um Louisiana that's kind of shipping out too. You know, you have your um your um share guys that go to Florida, that will go to Alabama, that go Alabama, yes, go to Texas A and M, go to Clemson, like Travis Etienne. That's when it got away. You know, so you do got some people that that um do ship out, but I'm gonna just be honest with you, especially with Oklahoma and Texas coming into the SEC. It's going to be interesting. It's going to no, be interesting, not. but like the one thing no, that not. I do want to kind of—it oh, <laughs> ain't going to be interesting. It, it ain't going to be interesting. They're going to be special Texas, Oklahoma, maybe. Texas going to be another average team in the SEC. That's what's about to happen. I say they're going to be Kentucky. They're going to be Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, South Carolina. So, is in my thing is Texas struggling? Arkansas. Arkansas blasted their ass this year. So you let Arkansas blast you, and then you're going to come over there and deal with this? Nah, granted, Oklahoma, they may win seven, eight ball games. Some of these schools, they'll be bowl eligible. But I don't I don't see – understand what they're coming into. Understand mm-hmm. the list of coaches in the SEC. I, I, and I think about it, I'm not – I don't blame – I go back to the coaching character. I don't blame Lincoln Riley for getting the hell up out of Dodge and saying – the hell with this. I'm going to go out here to, to the West Coast. I in this Southern California living, <laughs> living this massive ass $6 million. Well, it's California, so I don't know how much $6 million will get you. It probably went like, like, one, probably like $1 million. <laughs> but hey, so, actually, so, actually, but, though, one bedroom. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, just, yeah, just, he's good to go. House so, paid for. He got assets. Yeah. So he's good. But why? But I, I, I don't blame him for leaving. And I, mm-hmm. now, again, I think I, I think Brian Kelly, he left because they told him how much money they was going to pay him. And he knew Notre Dame wasn't going to make that that type of $100 million, That's a different ball game. It's one thing to get yep. paid, you know, $9 million total. But they're going to pay you $100 million, 
100 million, your contract, and if they fire you, they're going to still got to pay you out that contract? Oh, yeah, I'm gone too. I love y'all. Notre Dame, go Domos, whatever they call it. Hey, fighting hours. I love y'all. But 100 million? 100 million, that's a whole different ball game right there. Slide down, <laughs> so, Exactly. Yeah, that's that's definitely different scratch right there. That's definitely different scratch right there. So 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 while we're on this this subject, and I said sure, I, I call myself, you know, wanting to see see what y'all well at least talk about next what y'all thought about you know some of the some some of the other bowl games because you know in the midst of the conversation we were I, I was looking at you know the ironically Oklahoma and Oregon were like you know the two. It was like you know one of the main bowl games I was interested in this coming bowl season. Right before we get there, let's kind of backtrack because I think earlier we were talking about the coaching carousel. What do mm-hmm. y'all think about Cristobal going to Miami? I'm about to touch that. I was about to touch that. I was oh, about to sorry, touch sorry, that. Sorry, my bad, my oh yeah, bad. I'm definitely about to touch. Yep, yeah, I, I was going there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, so, 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 just like that, just like jumping two or three subjects. Hey, right. yeah, but I was definitely, <laughs> hey man, I think it's the Cabernet anyway. This guy. Oh yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, because I'm definitely. This fool drinking wine, talking about this is a Cabernet. <laughs> man, he drinking ports on that Port Taylor. He drinking that Port Taylor. Man, that's that box wine. He has over there drinking that box wine. <laughs> hey, man, hey, get laid, get laid. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah but like I said, we, we we definitely have plenty of time, you know, to talk, to talk about you know the rest of. Talk about the rest of these bowl games, but, but, but unless y'all y'all want to chime in, man, were there any other bowl games that caught y'all's attention while they were making the schedule? I'm just I'm just interested. I'm just interested in seeing Hallball against Kirby, just just for the shits and giggles of it all. Just to see, you know, saying Hallball again, and they 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 threw that man name in the dirt, blah blah blah, just in the third, and so now you got him a little time to. To come in and do a little ride for the for the playoffs, so you know, mm-hmm. it's I guess it's worth his. I guess it's worth the ride that he always going. Every time Harbaugh goes somewhere, he's going to take. It's going to be that five years of of craziness. You're going to get tired of him by year four, and then you know he's going to do what he's going to do until. But he he produces success, so it's just interesting. I want I'm, I'm really interested to see that UGA, um, UGA Michigan game. Just 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 see what it what it turned out to be. I'm not saying Michigan won't win because I, I also on the last podcast saying that UGA lost to Alabama just means that they're going to just be in a national championship and ultimately make that win maybe. So we'll see. You know what? I do agree with, with um, Ronaldo. I think probably the best game so far may be that Georgia-Michigan game. Who um Who is Ohio State playing? Ohio State is playing who? Dang, who, do they, who are they playing? I don't know. Who's got hold on? Let, let me break the schedule. Let me tell the schedule up right now. Utah, they're playing Utah in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, so Utah. Ohio, so Ohio State is playing, yep. Utah. Yeah, Ohio State's playing Utah. Yeah, I'm not careful. Now, now, understand now, Utah, they, they put it on Oregon ass. So, Utah, Oregon, Ohio State, Ohio State ain't careful. Utah goes, they'll jump up there and bite them. So, they better pay attention. Oh yeah, I'll be one hundred. The Peach Bowl this year, I'm not really interested. Michigan Who's State, Pitt, right? Michigan yeah, State, Michigan State, Pitt. Yeah. yeah, I'm not interested. They could have I'll be honest, nobody interested in any of these bowl games. I'm sorry. Yeah. They need to make a. <laughs> uh, they need to do like the FCS do it. Have a play. Have a um. I mean, 
Pittsburgh, Michigan State. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, the Patton Arduzzi Bowl. Yeah, that's probably the way, yeah. You have to really be a football, college football head to really, you know, get up for it. But I, I'm probably going to check it out, though, man. It's really interesting, you know. Now, Penn State, Arkansas. Penn State, Arkansas will be a good one. Penn State like versus that. Arkansas. That's the, that's the Outback Bowl. That'll be a good one. Now, Iowa and Kentucky, the Citrus Bowl, that, that's going to – because now Kentucky going to really get the first chance to see against a, a, a true run-the-ball team. You know, I think – so. No, nah, I think those games. You, um, you have my attention the on the Iowa game. You have my attention on the Iowa game. I'm, I'm, nah, I'm about to go ahead and pick on you, brother. Why the hell do they got Florida in the guest brother bowl? Because they're, hey, they're six and six. Bruh, they can give y'all something different. I was but, looking at both of them. Nothing else. We just <laughs> barely got in the motherfucker. What else? We can't be like, hey, we want to get in the Rose Bowl. Hey, we want to get in the. Uh, in the bowl that's gonna be in Las Vegas. Oh, uh, nah, we're gonna get in the bowl that's gonna be in order. Motherfuckers just barely got in that motherfucker. They gave y'all the bottom of the you barrel, can't man. Pick and choose. Shit, they could have well, been in the bowl. They can choose, dog. Y'all gonna be in the playoffs. So just let y'all be in the playoffs. Y'all had a great year and y'all just get in the playoffs. Just let Florida. Get a Papa John's, you know, Tarif Rivers, uh, some kind of bowl, dog. Just let us get in there because we got six wins. So that that's it, dog. That's hey, that's I, okay. it. Okay. Well, hey, the good part is Alabama and Georgia had a great I year. Right to that y'all one, get man. in y'all and y'all get in the playoffs, dog. Just leave us out. Just hey, let us. But y'all in Florida little, though. Hey, you know, y'all bowl gonna be in Florida. Hey, y'all could be in Birmingham for a bowl. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. We're in Birmingham. We're definitely losing, dog. There's a lot of it's a lot of uh chocolate up there. And uh, you know, the boys mm-hmm. get in trouble real easy. Oh, oh, there you boys. go again. There you the go again. Alab- them them Georgia boys get them in trouble real easy too, just like Florida. So don't, don't even trip. Don't even trip. Mm. Them Alabama, Nick Saban got them boys on the leash tighter than ooh, we tighter than a Man, hey, I'm just saying the the leash on them Alabama boys tight because you don't hear them getting in no kind of trouble. But the leash you on what? you know what that thing loose, dog. It real okay. loose. So I'm about to say this much about Alabama right here. Davis, Davis, Davis probably not gonna like this though. Alabama has been playing these. I mean, Alabama been playing these boys, man. Way <laughs> playing IL. These boys, what you think? Paid. That's fine. Well, you think? I, uh, uh, you fine. think Alabama only one paying folks? Listen. All these, all these, these yeah. top schools, these power five schools, been giving kids. First off, they ain't been paying them so much money, but these kids get so much money and pale money or uh, um, extra scholarship money that half the cats don't even stay on campus because they got so That's much. True. They get so much extra money, so they paying for apartments. And, and listen, they been getting money. Now it's just a legal way for them to get. Them kids been getting. They got this so safe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Jim. Jeff, and I, I, I'm definitely going to say this too. But I just got to call y'all on that one too, man. Because Kirby is the biggest bag dropping program right now at Georgia. Nobody <laughs> dropping bags like Kirby oh, is yeah, right now. Definitely. Yeah, nobody dropping bags like Kirby, bro. Kirby is dropping bags, and of course, he got his Nicky. So he, he just gonna yeah. do what he saw back when he was with Nick, man. I mean, like yeah, Nick, it's true. part of the game. It, it is part it of is. the game, man. So it, it is. is what it is. That's fine. It's fine. 
Yeah, you know, and then, like, just to kind of pick it back off what, off, off what we discussed last week, you know, it's like it just kind of needs to be controlled a little bit better, you know, because, you know, it's kind of like the Wild Wild West out there. When is the Wild Wild West? You talking about the, 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 um, the NILs? Yeah, it is. If you can, if you can ball, you ought to get your money. That ain't the Wild Wild West. Everybody ain't getting the check because everybody can't ball. <laughs> so it's for those Everybody's who can ball. Get paid some way though. So okay, that ain't the Wild Wild West. So then either you can ball and get your scholarship and get your school and be debt free. That's how you, that's how you get your money. Or you can ball and get your scholarship and you can get a, an endorsement deal. It just it just depends on how 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 great your, your talent is. And it, it ain't just for football. Like I said, the, the girl from UConn got the Gatorade deal. She got hurt, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she hurt. She, uh... But but she got the deal though. Yeah. So that's my thing. So it ain't just geared towards football or football players in the South. It's geared towards everybody. So whether but, regardless of what sport you in, you can get your and, 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 and her again, and her again, and her again hurt is the reason behind it. That's, that's a good thing that's popping now because in case of point, she got hurt. Because now, you know what I'm saying, she would have got hurt. That money would have been, you know, on and board for what it is. Yeah, but now she got money. Yeah, now she got the legal. Yeah, she got the legal. Now she got the legal way, boom, she's good to go regardless. And, 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 and like David said, man, I said NIL's for everybody, man. I said Title Nine was going to make sure that NIL was going to be for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, everybody. So, yeah. So, it ain't really a wild, wild west thing. It's how great can your talents get you? If your, yeah, talents, get you to, your talents get you to school, and you get your school paid for, all well and then. I feel like Two. it could be more the Wild Wild West if um with this transfer portal. Well, that's no? that's that's yes and no because okay. The, 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 here's the thing about that. Go ahead, Reggie. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just gonna stay on topic. Go ahead, Reggie. Yeah, I'm about to say before we get before we get this man, let's be jump, jumping all over, man. I, I just want to finish this finish this you know segment right quick, man. Like I said, I think the two games I'm really looking at Baylor Mississippi. Dave Moran's defense against against you know K- K- his defense mind against Kiffin's offensive mind that should be definitely one of the Sugar Bowl able to check out and of course yeah, that's gonna be a good one. The, the the left the left for dead Alamo Bowl between Oregon and Oklahoma should be one. Not only that, then it's pretty much going to be an early 2000 late 90s game because it's going to have Bob Stoops coaching against Mike Bellotti. <laughs> so it's like, man, is this 2000? This is 2002. <laughs> that's like, oh dang, man! These interim coaches, don't forget about the Fiesta Bowl. That's Notre Dame in Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, a good football team. Yes, now, they, they came are. up short. They, they came they, up they short. Did. But, hey, they but they're they a good won. football team. Oh, they should have oh, yeah. won that last game. I'm sorry. Yep. 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 They should have. Yeah. So, so now, but hey, but hey, yo. That's why you need to get Jimmy the Joe because a better running back would have rounded that corner instead instead of instead of going came up short. It would have been a better nice running back would have if a better running back would have rounded that corner. No, a taller again. running back. It ain't no, got to be better. Nice. You should have had a taller running back. You see that joker? That joker looked like he was five seven. If you had a five ten, hell he scores. So it ain't got to be yeah. a better one. You better have a strength. Yeah, one. the lift. Ain't <laughs> got no reach, boys, man. That joker was stretching all he could. Man, like now with a yard short. Stetson Bennett out there trying yep. to score a touchdown at the end. <laughs> nah, man, he hit but, you. But, he hit uh, you, Jeff. <laughs> just shake your head, man. That's all I can do is just yep. shake my head. So besides this debauchery of a Georgia Alabama game, from my perspective. 
can we talk about some of the games that y'all did like last week? Like, um, well, of course, besides David liking that game. But uh, I thought that the Michigan-Iowa game was kind of good, even though Michigan at the game showed that they kind of deserved to get into this um playoffs. Man, um, that game, I, that game was going to be trash from the beginning. Yeah, I know Michigan, that I know Michigan had trash. that number. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> oh, had yeah. that number. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan, Michigan had them. Uh, now it showed it showed how well Michigan is not playing down to talent. That's what it did show. Michigan, yeah, you know? they didn't play down. They came in, took care of business, and they showed, hey, we're the second best or third best or whatever you want to call it. We're top four team in this country. We mm-hmm. beat Ohio State. It wasn't a fluke. We didn't play down because now Michigan, they're known to if you they lose to Ohio State, then next game or two, or or if it's the next game is a bowl game, that they'll drop a game now. So they didn't play down. Uh, I'm happy to see John Harbaugh get over the hump against Ohio State. Um, I think that just makes that that makes the Big Twelve. Not excuse me, not excuse me, the Big Ten um, mm-hmm. a little more competitive. Um, I can't wait to see what James Franklin. Go, now it's time for James Franklin. It's time for him to step up. I need. David, I, I, I need. Man, honest, I, I need. I need James Franklin to join. Join. James Franklin's overrated. Here uh, you not, go again. He cannot, overrating he can, somebody. I mean, he cannot there win the go. big game. Let's be honest. He is overrated. Man, Jeff, I'm sticking to that. Yeah. Take your fanboy hat off. I think I'm a fanboy hat. That's even one hundred. Take hot, take hot, take hot, take hot, take. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Jeff, you always call somebody overrated. Now you call Brian Kelly, who won a hundred damn football games, and you talking about he overrated. Now you now you're going to James Franklin. James Franklin won nine ball games with fucking Vandy. What you mean he overrated? He won nine ball games with Vandy. And won a bowl game in Vandy. We talking about Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt man. So now hey, you talking about he overrated? You talking about he overrated? Hell, he's been in the, he's been in Big Ten championships. So you, I mean, yeah. it, listen, you, everybody, everybody can't say that. Everybody can't say that. Everybody okay. can't say they've been in the championship game. Well, they, I, what, I'd rather get to the what, game and lose than not to get to the game at all. What's Penn State's record this year? Hold on, hold on, I can look it up. Uh, let, let's, oh, let, let's make it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, now I feel like I'm a part of the um part of the um interruption. I just got muted. Yeah, part of it. I give you that. I give you that. Yeah. 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 What's Penn State record this year? Penn State, they actually they was okay. That's what I'm really sorry. No, they they, they yeah, started they, they started hot, but they yeah they cut. But that but that, uh, that was also because their quarterback got hurt. Right, about all Yeah, but no, no, Sean Clifford. Yeah, Clifford got hurt. Yeah, but if he can make um, most of the last part of the year, if he can make Ben, if he can make Vanderbilt relevant, man, you he, you actually doing something good. That's all I can say about James Franklin. If you can make Vanderbilt Vandy relevant for like a one or two years, then uh, you see so how good they are so- now. So. They were seven and five overall. They were seven and so, five. Yeah, seven and five. So now, now they lost to some games they shouldn't have. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have lost to Illinois, but that was an overtime. And they lost to Iowa, who played in the Big, the Big Ten championship. They lost to Michigan, who played in the Big Ten championship, and they Ohio lost to Michigan State. State, and they lost to Ohio State. So you're talking about out of the five games they lost, four game, four losses are reasonable. So you lost. And then to he also Ohio just State. got parents. So, so you talking about losing to Michigan State, who beat Michigan this year. So, and you talking about Michigan, 
So, I mean, to me, it, I mean, Penn State, they're a top four team in that conference. It's just this year, it was Michigan's year. Usually it's been dominated by Ohio State. It just That's just what it is. Ohio State's dominated that conference. Four. I can't recall the top four because, you know, you got, you got Ohio State, you got Michigan, you got Michigan State, you got Iowa. That's four teams that are already building Penn State right there. Honestly, come on, just for the season. Been, they would have been Iowa had that quarterback not got hurt. I yeah, they lost about three points. They lost 23 points. Yeah, you talking about three points. If they rematch, if they rematch, I'll take Penn State over Iowa if they rematched. I'll probably take yeah, my double you talking about, And then they lost to Illinois in, in, in nine overtimes. Nine overtimes. You know what? There was a good game, though. That now, why you don't call Iowa overrated? Now, how come you don't call Iowa? Why you don't call their ass overrated? They are. I mean, I just have to mention my dad. <laughs> That's why I didn't say them because they are. I mean, you know. Who is not overrated as far as in in, in these conferences? Come I mean, out conference championship games and all these 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 other games that we that we've seen played. So, because I tell you somebody who I think is kind of overrated. Um, I think Oregon. I think they're a good football team, but I don't think mm-hmm. they're as good they as they agree. normally we can are. Agree with this. I think I think Oregon, I think Thank you. Oh, we, we said all year. Oregon had, had overrated, man. They Oregon real overrated. Had, had imposters and the imposter syndrome. And you know what? And you know what, David? That's actually a good segue in, into into our next topic in, in in the you know the the next episode of at the Coaching Carousel Tournament because we had <laughs> another you know pre- pre- pretty crazy shift in in college in college you know in the college football coaching world. And I already told Brandon about this because I, I, I'm going to admit to you guys, like I said, uh, again, I'm going to remind you and remind everybody else that this is the podcast for overreactions, rants, and hot takes. And I was going to have a searing rant this this week for our for, 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 the, for the good folks over in Coral Gables, Florida. But the more I thought about it, the, the, the more I thought about it, I'll just say, you know what? I, I, I'm just going to take a step back because I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm actually slick kind of, I'm actually slick kind of, you know, impressed that my Amy was actually able to pull this off and get a crystal ball. I really am, especially considering that they fired, they did it without having an AD in place because they fired their AD first. Before before they actually started getting them, like I said, they fired their AD, and not only that, right after, shortly after they got Crystal Ball, they were able to get the AD from Clemson, who's actually a pretty good dude, dude himself. So everything was backwards, and I said for the, like the past two weeks, there was no way Miami was going to get Crystal Ball because a they didn't have the they didn't have the infrastructure, they weren't going to have you know the commitment to the commitment, you know, to the facilities and everything that he pretty much has in Oregon, Miami was going to have no nowhere near was going to was going to nowhere near, you know, match match what he he was going to have. I thought that you know the they were doing everything backwards, and I just didn't think it was going to be be conducive to actually you know getting rid of Manny. I think now that's the one thing I will say though. Many, many definitely, got, many definitely got a raw deal, and that was one of the things I was definitely going to say. But at the same time, David, this pointed, this was, this illustrated your point very well about you know coaches being, being loyal, loyal to, to the institution. Yep, yep. and institutions yep. with anything but loyal to Manny. Yeah, Manny and his staff out recruiting on the road, 
and all we heard last week was week week was Miami was was him we got a deal deal with you know Mario Cristobal. And not only that, they said that they were gonna fire this man. He was gonna fire him. They weren't gonna fire Manny until they actually had Mario the son of the daughter line. This was all in the news. This was no no secret. This was out that while you still doing your job, you're gonna get fired eventually. But you still had to do it because again, that, 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 that that's just the game, and that's unfortunately how the game is played. I think more more schools, because this actually reminded me of. I mean, Tariq could probably tell you about this because since we both lived in Columbus for a while, this reminded me of when Auburn brought in Bobby Petrino and tried to you know get a backdoor interview with him while they still had Tuberville hired. This was you know, way back in the early two thousands, though. I, this this is what this reminded me of. But again, th this is the game. There's no such thing as loyalty. Everybody, if you want to win big, folks have to be ruthless out here. That, that's the coaches. That's the institution. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, what Miami, how Miami did Manny was 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 right. I mean, Manny, I mean, Manny's a big boy. Manny's a big boy. Manny knows the game. Manny's going to get paid millions of dollars. I think his buyout's probably going to be like nine or so, either like eight or nine million. But unfortunately... His assistants weren't making aren't making that money though. So when you fire the coaches, more than likely his assistants are gonna get fired too. So unfortunately, you've you got 10 other assistants whose lives, whose you know, professional lives hang in the balance as as well. So having them being dragged down, you know, isn't fair, but Reggie, it's more than that. But it is the you're game. Talking about, you're talking about you talking about it, it could go deeper than that. You're talking about support staff, you're well, talking about yep. you, you're talking about you're talking about analysts. You're talking about people who now grad students, most of them can stay put if you're a student or undergrad kids who they student right. managers, student coaches, though they're good. But mm -hmm. you're talking about analysts. You're talking, you're, you're talking about off the field roles. You're talking about some of the recruiting coordinators. You're talking about the recruiting team. When a head coach, when a head coach gets fired, a lot of times some guys come in and they bring in a whole wave of people not just on the field. You're talking about off the field roles too. So, and a lot of times, and that's what it goes back to what we said last week. If I'm Brian Kelly and I get a hundred million, I'm out. Playoff, playoff or not, I get a hundred million, I'm gone. Lincoln Riley, you're going to pay me a hundred million. I'm, I'm gone. Because if I wasn't winning, hell, I'd be gone at the drop of a hat. So, you know, like I said, it, 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 that's part of the game. And it just goes to show you was that what we talked about, like like you said, Reggie. This man out still doing his job, and people telling him in the news, if we get this coach, we're gonna fire him. Yep. And now Mario Cristobal, I mean, that's home for him. So for him, yeah, exactly. it's a good deal. It's home for him. Yeah, so that, 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 that's, that's the main thing I, I underestimated. I underestimated the fact that you know, not only of course, he, he's a former he's a former lineman for, for the Hurricanes. He played under Jimmy Johnson. Won a championship with them, but he, I didn't realize he had enough fatigues. When they got off the plane, he was on that yeah. team that had the fatigues on. Yeah. When they got that Shout picture, they snapped. When they Miami got off the plane and they had fatigues and, and they was coming, he part of that team. He was on. He was yeah. on one of the, the the thirty for thirty specials on mm -hmm. on the U. You yeah. so big time so for game. Them, so big time for, game. Yeah. So for him, you bring somebody like Manny Diaz. It was a good name. But Mario Cristobal is a bigger name, and he's from there. 
not just played there, but he's from that, that area. So for him, now, like you say, Reggie, is Miami or my other administration going to put their money where the mouth is now? Miami now, was one of the last ones to, to, to build new programs. I didn't you know, hear I think they are. They're supposed to be like a new stadium in, uh, in uh, Core Gables. Jeff, honestly, I, I, I heard about that too, but I also heard that, you know, for, for those who don't know, Core Gables is, is not like the rest of the, the Miami that. Well, no, it ain't it's South closer, Beach. It's closer to it's South Beach. It's not South Beach. It's not, and it's not Miami. Coral Gables is where the rich, rich, rich people live. So that means that you aren't going to put a $50,000 stadium in a place where somebody's going to be like, hey, hey, you ain't going to put that in my backyard. Yeah. I'll put it to you like this. There's a lot of HOA president types who stay in Coral Gables. So anything yeah. that we heard about them possibly building or any talks of building a stadium in Coral Gables, that's one thing we're just going to have to, you know, see to believe. Well, no, well, it's not, well, it's not well, even a stadium. Like no, the no. old Orange Bowl in Coral Gables. No, it's hmm? not the stadium. No, I'll it's tell you, not the I'll stadium. I'll tell you who's in Coral Gables. The, the old, old yeah, Bowl ain't in Coral Gables. Nothing's in Coral Gables. Everything is on the north side of Miami, Jeff. The old Orange Bowl was like in the hood. Just like this current Miami Stadium. But no, it's not the stadium. It's not the stadium. It's the facilities on campus. Miami's one of the last teams to get an indoor facility built. We're talking yeah. about a power we're five school. Yeah, you're talking about an indoor facility that all other power five schools had. Miami didn't care about football. They were happy. They were good. Great. They were good. But the administration never cared about football. They got more people down there who care less about the football side of things in the administration. So now what it is, you got new you got new president, you got new booster club members. They want they want to be relevant again, like yeah. everybody else is in the damn news. You got kids, kids are leaving Florida in droves, going to Bama, Alabama, Texas, Georgia. LSU, Georgia. Georgia. So yep. they're leaving all these places. So they want somebody who, who can try to put a who can try to put up some type of gate or bridge or something that's gonna slow some of these schools from coming in. And, and and cherry picking these kids, yeah. So that's what that's what they that's what they're going for. Because right now you look at the, the schools in Florida, they suck. I think Bethune Cookman may be the best one out of all of them. Fam, you right? <laughs> fam, you. I mean, maybe Fam, yeah, but that's a fan. So you, I think I mean, Fam beat him in the Florida Classic this year, finally. Yeah. So, but that's but that's but that's what I'm saying. Florida State terrible. Florida dysfunctional. Miami dysfunctional and terrible. So the sad thing about it, though, David, is that Miami, just like Georgia, like Texas, like California, are hotbeds for the majority of the talent that flows throughout the entire country. You know, that, like you can that name, Texas and California. Florida is California too, got I mean, a lot. Hey, you know, California got a lot of kids. I mean, you do. got kids coming up out of there. Hey, it's. California got a lot of kids coming up out of there. I mean, and it's just because they got it's just so big. But now Texas yeah. is another one. Them, them kids coming out of Texas left and right too. And, yeah. And so I, I mean, yeah. but but anyway, go back to your point. I think Miami. I think Miami. They got it right trying to get Mario Cristobal home. I think that's the name they needed. Uh, I hate kind of how they did Manny, but again, wow. that's the nature of the business. He'll get he'll he'll be well compensated for it. Well speaking, um, of, exactly. well, speaking of Manny Diaz, did he uh, didn't he have a job at Temple? Didn't he turn it down for Miami? 
Yeah, no, he was yes. actually hired. He had a press no, Pete this B. He had a press conference, and literally like forty eight hours later, he was named the he was named the University of Miami's coach. So yeah, that's exactly. Right. And in fact, Mark Rip, before he before he resigned, before he resigned, he actually gave gave some of his buyout to actually help get Manny Diaz from Temple. So so the money money that that you know Miami would have to pay Temple to buy to buy Manny out of his contract to come there was actually donated for Mark Rick. But guess what? They got rid of Mark Rick too. They told him that he was gonna get yeah. fired before his contract. Yeah, that's was what up. I'm saying. So again he resigned. So, so he, resigned. he resigned. But again, because he told they want he wasn't coming back. So again, everybody want everybody people want everybody to be loyal to the institutions. And it's funny how it's funny how fans do this. And, and we we all fans at some point. Mm-hmm. Fans always want the, the player to be loyal to the institution. But the institutions ain't never loyal to the players or coaches. Everybody want everybody to be a team player until somebody's time to get theirs. So I'm a team player, but until the team don't need me no more. So that's the thing, man. This is, I mean, even at the college level, in a sense, as the, the coaches, this this is professional. This is a professional business. This is about business. At the end of the day, you can say I what think, you want to say. Yeah, it is. I think like pretty much these past couple of years that, that we finally acknowledge that just like your boy Nick Saban yeah. he doesn't call his team a team he calls it what like a An organization like a, yes exactly in fact that's in fact, what it is. Honestly, everybody has to be everybody has to be on, on the same page in the organization yep that's the reason why Saban ultimately took that Bama job for what I understand he wasn't gonna take Bama until the unless they gave him gave him the resources he needed to build it into like like the protein he just left he wanted Bama to be like an NFL organization because he was just coming from that world. He said, if y'all weren't dedicated to that, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here in the league where the best coaches are. And Bama put their money, again, like they said, Bama put their money where their mouth is in, and here, with the, here they are six rings later. Man, imagine, paid, imagine, imagine Nick Saban staying in the league and not going to Alabama. A multiverse of that. Right? The multiverse. <laughs> It's crazy. Well, I mean, the, uh, uh, well, the killer part is Nick Saban was about to turn around the Dolphins. Everybody, everybody, yes, was. Nick, Saban, was. Nick Saban got yep. ran out by the NFL. He was on the verge of turning around the Dolphins. They won seven ball games, six, seven, one, seven. That he was improving it. And the next year, when the next year with the same guys that he put on the team, they ended up going to the playoffs the year he left. Yeah. So everybody again, got again, everybody again, like you said, David. Actually, before he left for Bama, Bama was on a hot streak. I remember that because people were yeah. like killing them because they were, they struggled, you know, early that year. But when they actually started playing good ball, they were like, "Oh, look out for the Dolphins!" Yeah, where did the Dolphins come from? So I definitely remember. Yeah, I I remember that, and I remember yeah, you Dolphins said it was wet. It was wet that season <laughs> and the next season for sure. <laughs> That yeah, was like so back when they had like Jay Filler or Dante Culpepper quarterback or something. And they uh, had yeah, all he told Brown, Dante, yeah. yeah, he told Dante took, over Dante. over yeah, over Drew Brees. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He wanted Drew Brees. It mm-hmm. was the powers that be above him, the general manager. They wanted they wanted Dante, Dante. Culpepper. Oh, he, yeah. um, he brought in Drew for a physical, and they was like his shoulder, yeah. Mm-hmm. They went to saw yeah. on his shoulder. So that's how Drew ended up going to New Orleans with Sean Payton, in which it worked out to be the best deal for him. But Nick Saban wanted 
he wanted Drew Brees when he was leaving San Diego because the San Diego had just um drafted Philip Rivers. Rivers, mm-hmm. yeah. That's so, my cousin right man. there. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. You know, I listen to y'all. Y'all listen to me. But the listeners, the listeners, I'm glad y'all tuned in because this shit has been great. I ain't had to interview no motherfucking body because y'all already know who these mofos is. Coach David <laughs> and and our other guest, young Jeff, big Jeff. Hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all listeners one thing. If y'all don't listen to us on goddamn Apple Podcasts and goddamn Spotify and goddamn YouTube and y'all don't join the Facebook group and y'all don't hit us, follow us on Twitter, man. What y'all doing, man? Because we giving out good sport tips. I mean... We got like, like Jalen Ramsey said, what is you doing? Like we got Jeff, our 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 resident Georgia fan, but he's got a Atlanta Falcons jersey on tonight. Um Ooh. and Elf. we got our resident newcomer. We're gonna keep bringing him back because I love his takes, man. Especially on the college and the high school, because he's a coach, man. Coach David, we're gonna we're gonna keep bringing him back, man, because he's giving y'all real deal what's going on between high school and college, and a, and a little bit of what's going on in college, because he was there as well. So we just these are our homies. We're gonna keep bringing them back ever so often, man. But tonight this shit been fire. I don't know if y'all heard that Georgia Alabama pre. Uh, you know, little post game, but woo, I think five. But you know, definitely keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're gonna put some videos on YouTube. You already know. Join the Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, man. We in the. But y'all keep going, man. I just had to do a little commercial. Hey, we got we got the fans only too. Don't we? Oh, on, on, whoa, on, whoa, on, whoa, on, whoa! On. Hey, ain't nobody paying thirty nine. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, man, hey, listen, I'm a teacher. Hey, I'm out. Hey, man, hey, listen, hey, hey, I'm an educator. Hey, I'm out. Don't get married, man. Don't get married. Ain't nobody doing no. Hey man, come on, dog. Right. I'm about to say I got the lineup for the I got the lineup for fans only, man. But hey, okay. We're not ready for that yet. Okay. No, not, not okay. at all, bro. Okay. Again, before we go, hey, man. Hey, the hey, hey, before we go completely off the rails, y'all. I might, I might be. Before we go completely off the off the rails on that one, um, I, 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 I just closed. I just closed the Miami Miami talk with this. I, I, I think you know. Again, as as an as an FSU fan, I, I realized that Miami down. My, at least Cristobal and Miami is going to be a problem. He's he's known as a great recruiter. Like I said, he he's been under he's been under Saban. I remember when he was actually Saban's online coach. And you know you're not going to be on Saban's Saban's staff if you can't hold your own in terms of getting the talent. I think he's going to be much better at it than, than Manny was. So like I said, it's it's definitely nothing to rejoice. But I will be careful and tempered my expectations if I was a Miami fan, though, because of the fact that. He 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 mentioned in his press conference that this is going to be a this is going to be you know a, 
a rebuild, or at least it's going to take time before they can really call themselves a college football playoff playoff participant. So he says it's going to take time. And like you were saying, David, I think that the Miami administration, the boosters and everybody who has money looks like they're, they're all in on this. So I think he's going to be given a chance, but again, they tried, they tried, you know, to go with their own, again, get another candy guy like they did with Randy Shannon. It's like they did with Mark Rick. It didn't work out. So, so any expectations of the you being back, I, I would temper them and, and, and just let the man cook. I'll just temper, I'll just temper them and just, and just enjoy, again, enjoy, enjoy shaking up college football. At least helping to shake up the college football world again. So that's so that, so that'll be mine. My whole little take on it is that man got to prove something. You know, don't you just win two or three games and say that we're back? Try to have a whole season. You know, no, and but, I think again, but that's, Miami, but that's Miami fans' memo. That's the mo, Jeff. They're always, I just said, they, they, in fact, they trip more in the offseason than most fans because they were actually thought they had a chance against Bama in the first game. And I was like, all right, all right. Who's that quarterback got, back um, in like 2010? Like, I think his name was like, like it's on like Jacoby something. And, Corey and Harris. Brad Corey Harris. Yeah. Corey Harris, yeah. They tried to crown him. He wasn't even all that good. That man was trash, bro. He was Brad trash. Kaya. Felicia's son, Brad Kaya out there. He had a solid season or two. And then he went to the league early. By Felicia, you know. So it's yep. like, you know, you have to be consistent. So I think, I, I think so, Miami. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, Bray. Go ahead, David. My, my, my question is something off of that. Oh, you know, I think for Miami, right now, Clemson's down. I think this is the time for my for Miami to show that they can be back. I think they have to be consistent and challenge Clemson um, multiple years. I think uh, Clemson's down. The quarterback. Wasn't who they thought he was, but you know, yeah, you know, shout, shout, shout out to Danny Green, um, you know, rest in peace. Um, you know, I think they realized again, um, they went who we, they they went Clemson went who everybody thought they were as far as, um, you know, them having a quarterback. Now, here's the other thing: Clemson loses their defensive coordinator, so yeah. now that's a that's a that's a chink in the armor. So if I'm Miami, I had from Florida State. This is the time when now it's time to go. Wake Forest, you know, the ACC title game with, with Pitt and Wake Forest. Yeah, you know, I, 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 so I, think, I don't think I don't think Wake Forest can can continue on this streak of being in a, a contender like that. Or um, Pitt's always going to be a tough, a tough, a tough, a tough opponent. But if I'm Miami, I'm thinking this is the time now. Uh, Clemson down, they're struggling. Um, you know, Dabo is a great recruiter. You know, you know he don't lose too many assistants. So. But to lose somebody like that, and I think they also trying to get Clemson's AD. So yeah, he, he's there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah Radikovich. So, I think is it's now officially the AD. So I think this is the time where Miami has to strike. And like I said, if if Cristobal can bring some guys with him, some good recruiters with him, who can who can you know push put a, a big push a push forward on rebranding Miami. Stay home at the U. You know, you know, we hear some type of, I don't want to say gimmick, but some type of theme on keeping kids at home. Um, I, I think they can, they they can make a push for it. 
Um, but they're going to be consistent. Like, honestly, if, if they can do what I mean, Brandon doesn't want to hear it though, but that, that's what Jeff Collins has done done with you know Georgia Tech. You know he yeah he, he's, he he's has made for the thing. Yeah, for I see that I, I see that here in Alabama. We have kids that have gone on recruiting trips to Georgia Tech and they come back and it's it's full for this and ATL lad and yeah. Georgia Georgia Tech. They've pushed in. They've pushed in <laughs> on that type of. <laughs> they pushed in <laughs> on that, so um, I think that I think that's the thing. Can Miami can can Miami do that? And I think that's also kind of what um, Lincoln Riley is trying to do out at at USC. Um, yeah, put push that home that home agenda um, or those type of those type of I hate to use the word gimmick, but they have those type of sayings. Um, like Alabama, they put where, where legends are made. You know, mm-hmm. you come play play mm-hmm. ball at Alabama in any sport, soft, you know, even softball. You know, Alabama's won multiple softball national championships. Those girls are legends. So I think every, every school has to have that 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 niche. And I think if Miami can figure out how to get, get back one, um, their alumni support is impeccable as far as former NFL players always coming back. Um Hey, you got Ed Reed on staff. Now, if I'm Mario Cristobal, he the main one I do keep. If I don't keep mm-hmm. nobody else, I'm keeping Ed Reed. You know, he brings a credibility to your program. I mean, hell, he's a top, what they say, he's a top 100 player and mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame player and at the same a, time. And he was a ball so, hog. So, he was a ball hog. So, I do so, got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, who y'all think is the coach that's, that's put in the best position to succeed? U.S. Um, Lincoln Riley. Right, yeah, I agree. No doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, in fact, that, that's that's the reason why I thought USC was a top job that, that was open because I said it was again. We, you, when USC is on, there's absolutely no, there's no nobody on the West Coast they should not get when USC USC is actually right. In fact, funny thing is, I'm glad you asked that, Jeff, because I think you know out of all of the major moves that's being made, and I think when the coach carousel stuff, I think Lincoln Riley may be the only coach at his school. That will actually have a decent recruiting class come come the early signing period because a lot of the guys who we had committed within Oklahoma, he's bringing them right to him at, at Southern Cal, and guys who were leaning towards Oklahoma are now leaning towards Southern Cal because he's there. Yeah, so, I mean, ain't no leaning. They some of them are already gone. They said yeah, we well, yeah. out. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, like I said, because yeah, because they got like a five star running back committed to him I think earlier this week. Or like late last week, so yeah. I, I think uh, I think they got the quarterback too. They um they got like like on one of the top quarterbacks went to on USC as well. The one that they committed to, um, huh? The one, the one they like the quarter. I know. I think I know what you're talking about, man. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a 2023 class. I think what Malachi Nelson. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's the guy. Yeah, he's 2023. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's 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 in fact he's from California. That's the thing about it. Lincoln was already getting California kids, you know, when he was at Oklahoma. So it's going to be him pretty much, you know, being in the, st- still working in the same recruiting footprint, even though, you know, he's doing good with the Southern Cal logo on, on his polo in, in, instead of the OU one. So, so yeah, like I said, it's definitely, I think he's definitely, you know, primed to succeed. And like I said, that, that's everything that they needed, man, in terms of offense, the, the fit. I think he he probably you know chose chose wise. Like I said, he's probably going to be be the only new coach 
new coach at, 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 a, at a school is probably going to have a decent recruiting class and actually going to – he may even buck the, the you know, early signing period class that's, that's, actually, that's actually good. Because a lot of these coaches since the early signing period has that terrible, and again, from school to school, they've had terrible signing classes because one one reason or another, maybe they didn't have time to draft, you know, look at these kids, maybe they didn't have time to evaluate them, maybe they just didn't have time, you know, to set up recruiting relationships. Because this is all within a two-week span. So you can't save a recruiting class, you know, in, in two weeks because most of these kids are signing early now. They're not waiting till February. They want these kids to sign early, and the coaches want them to sign early because the coaches don't want to recruit them until the next year. They want to go to 2023 by the time, you know, hey, well, by what the time, does, you know, December's over. What, what, so what, what I have another question, though. Who do, who do y'all think is in the worst position right now as far as Brian, these new coaches out here? Brian Kelly? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I think, think, uh, I think, I think Billy Brian Napier. Is. I think Billy Napier. Probably. I was about to say, because, bro, I don't know what Billy Napier is doing with that recruiting class. He's like lost well, so, five recruits since he's got there. I'm well, trying to well, figure out what's going well, on. Those, those not, those not his recruits, though, Reggie. See, it, it, that's the thing. When you get guys to sign on right now, those not his, those not his kids. He was recruiting. So I don't those are his kids. Some of them are actually pretty good, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, but guess what? Class, but hit bit, class but, wasn't anything to write home about. But, but when your Reggie. quarterback and your top receiver goes, it's like. Reggie, he had a better relationship with them kids. So that, that's, that's the thing about recruiting. It's about relationships and what you build. That, that's why them kids leaving Oklahoma, going to USC, it wasn't nothing that Oklahoma did or whoever, because they don't have no coach. Them kids wanted to go play for Lincoln Riley. And now, Jeff, I know you talked about it last week. What's about going playing for the institution? You go play for the coach because the coaches, right. the coach, and that's the thing. The coaches build the relationships, and that's the that's the, the tough part, because you want to go play for that coach because that's who's built the relationship. That's the coach that came and sat in your mama's living room and ate food with your parents, and it wasn't the school president or the dean of the business department that came sitting your it, it came sit you know in your house. It's the co- college coaches. So when a kid, I can't blame a kid who I built a relationship with Nick Saban or Kirby Small, whoever, and then they leave take another job. Well, before I sign, shoot, yeah. Hey, I'm leaving. I'm going with my coach. This is the guy I want to play for. Now, once they're there, it sucks at times when these coaches kind of leave because you left the kids that you that you did recruit. But at the same time, some of the kids understand the business. But again, those kids, same one that the co- coach put all this time and effort to get, and because he didn't play as a freshman, he all huffy and puffy, and he leave. So, so again, it go both ways. I, but again, I think. Billy Napier, before he left, before, I don't know where he came from. So whatever. Louisiana. So Louisiana, yeah, so, Louisiana Lafayette. So you could, you could, you could believe some of them kids that he recruited and he's talked to. He's gonna try to talk them into coming to Florida now. Now it's a different. Some of them kids are different caliber kids. So he realized some of y'all nah can't probably may not be able to play in the SEC. Now some kids he gonna he gonna get on board and say, all right, who are y'all recruiting? What's on the board? Let me see. Who you talk to? Let me watch film on them. And again, the schemes always are different. What I may like in the athlete, Jeff, you may not like. Reggie, you may not. You may not like neither. So there's different things on what you like as far as what you want in the kids, on what you want to run on offense or defense, or how many scholarships you even got available. So a lot of it goes into, or some schools, 
are you allowed? How many kids can you bring from from out of state? Now, now SEC teams they got national budgets. It's just what it is. So they can go. So, they can so go David, across the country. But like, do you think that the student part of the student athlete is is starting to be taken away now? To where it's kind of like, you know, it's not so much about you being a student athlete versus you having the best chance to be able to use your talents to get to whoever it is that's trying to do. Not so much. No, it's not taken away. No, it's not taken away because you still you you you're still on campus. You still do those things. A couple of years ago, um, I think it was about two three years ago, um, we was it was snowing here in Alabama. We had snow. Well, if I got it in Alabama, y'all know y'all probably got it in Georgia. But they showed a picture on on the news that it was football players on the quad down in Alabama having a snowball fight. So. <laughs> They, those are kids, they still kids, they still gonna have fun, they still going to parties, they still get to live a student life, but they just have more requirements on them, unlike the regular, the regular kid. And being a student athlete, it affords you a lot more than the regular athlete. You get to travel and see other schools, you get to experience, you know, just the fact of travel. Some of these kids coming from some of these situations ain't never left their town. Mm-hmm. So you know, they get to travel and see stuff, go to bowl games, get on airplanes. I remember when we went on, I was at a when we flew out to Texas for the first time, we had kids out there on an airplane. Ain't, ain't never flew on an airplane. They was nervous. You know, we're talking about six, five, 300-pound kids, almost grown-looking men, scared to death on a plane. Soon as some go click a buzz, they looking, what's that? What's that? So the student, they still get to be students. They just get to experience it. In different ways that other other normal students can't, but they also now, bring bringing stuff to the table too that normal students not bring it to the table. <laughs> one thing that I do applaud Jim Harbaugh for doing back in the day when he first got to Michigan was that he took his team. You know, he took them. You know, they got the passports. They went to Rome one year. I think another year they went like Paris or something. You know, like I think you know, granted, you know, like these kids are doing a lot for the institutions to where yes, you know when done correctly, you know, give them the money that they deserve for what they put on the field as as well as afford them opportunities beyond football to be able to succeed. Because let's be honest, football is such a beautiful but a very violent sport to the point to where um everybody that's on campus is not guaranteed to make it. And as a matter of fact, it's like a small percentage. And guess what though, Jeff? And all them kids that know it went traded for the world. They understand that. Most of most people, I don't know how many of y'all play football. So, but everybody understand the risk of this game. It's just like you hear pro guys talk about it. Football afforded me to do this. So sometimes it's not what is done right. They under they understand it. Again, everybody ain't got to go pro in football. Like I said last week, you can go pro and being a professional in something else. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot, you know. You know, it, it, it's something to go to. It's Michigan. really, it's really that it's really that opportunity that's been open for them when they yep, own their exactly. park. It's, yep, the it's the opportunity that gives them the doors open to everything else that they probably would have never got as an athlete or to playing or playing on the field. So yeah, yep. I, I feel you on that because that gives them that that gives them that that perspective. Looking a little further, going on a trip they ain't never been on before, going somewhere they ain't never been before, but they experiencing also with their team, they, um, their teammates, their, their coaches that they are playing for. So it's still in, it's still gonna be a ride with stuff, and then people gonna go back to it later on after the years go by. Like yeah, I don't remember going back to school 
doing this, that, and third with my peoples. So you have that, you have more of the rewards more so than the risk. Yeah, I mean, I, I, guys, you hear guys talk about it. You said on, you guys be on Facebook. Um, I've been coaching long enough now. I, I'm seeing kids that I coach at a school, at a school and they, and you see them on Facebook or they tag or they tag on Instagram and hey, y'all remember when coach made us go back and we start practice over. It's not so much the negative things. The kid, college athletes, always going to talk about the crazy stuff that happened. I mean, y'all remember what happened at this game or such and such? Nobody remembers so much. I mean, you know, well, he got hurt. Now, that's, that's the topic of conversation. But for the most part, guys always want to talk about the crazy stuff. I mean, y'all remember the crazy, the crazy strength coach? What was his name? Coach whatever. I Man, you know, he's the maker. So football and athletics, I'm say not football, athletics gives you a different – a different perspective on stuff. Um, it's just like joke. It's like guys, you know, I don't know who all on here. I, Reggie, I know that you play as, as undergrad. So you will always have some of those stories with your, with your, with your brothers, whether it's your line yeah. brothers or the guys that came after you, or you talking, talk, talking to some of the guys who, who, who played with you. But when you remember y'all was freshmen, I don't know about Georgia Southern, but I know at AM, you can, Alabama AM, you couldn't play as a freshman. So you, you talked about need, what you, you saw you your freshman year. You need 30 yeah. hours to Georgia Southern, too. So, so once you see all that, you're like, man, I remember as a freshman, I seen how this looked when Joker's pledged. So it, it's it's the memories. Those things help student athletes along the way, and that's what builds, builds takes you further than just playing pro sports. And you know what, David? I think you can say the same thing about the average man as well because – I talk with fellas all the time, and I always say how, you know, even like right now with us doing this podcast and stuff, you know, this would not have happened if I didn't run, 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 run to these guys at Georgia Southern. And it's like, you can like be in a place whether you're an athlete or not, and it can really change the direction of your life, you know. But guess what? That's college, that, and that's what college affords you. College, college, and uh, let me say this military too. Military can afford you the same thing. Um, and you don't always have to go to college, but a lot of times college, it affords you those lifelong friends because now you've gone somewhere that people are all together and you got like-minded people. So, but I, I do agree with you. It's not just about the, the student the student athletes, but about people all together, on and off, the, on and off whatever court, field, surface that you're playing on. No doubt, no doubt. Good people. We actually have a college game this weekend. It is the it is the Navy Army game. So one that a game that I know is close to Specialist Rivers Heart, and definitely close to my dad. My dad was a was a Navy veteran, so this is always a game that I look forward to and also like checking out because of, well, not just that, and the fact that Jeff Monken, Navy not Navy but Army's head coach, is a former Georgia Southern coach, and and again to to mess with to mess with teachers a little bit, he was the one who beat them Gators the, the back the back in 2013, and when he was at Georgia Southern, and he didn't throw a forward pass. Also, a little um side Jeff Monken, Jeff Monken, okay, I, I figured it had to be related. I figured yeah. it had to be. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at that, man. But 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 yeah, man. So 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 we got one college game to pick this weekend, man. What 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 are we looking like, guys? Man. I'm, you know, I'm going with Army, man. You know, Navy just been a, just been a disappointing team this year. So, yeah, yeah, it's Navy has been too great this year. This it's is, be, this is true. 
it's gonna be close, but like I said, Army's gonna win. So. Okay. Interesting. Anybody else? Um, Anybody else? I to Army. Army as well. Um, you know, my dad was in the Army, but his crazy ass never, never finished his time. But he did also Jeff, Jeff Munkin as well. And I'm actually kind of being in the area. I'm just been on the other side of the river. So maybe I can kind of dabble over there a little bit. But yeah, I would be up there to kind of be in the atmosphere of this Army Navy game. So that'd be kind of dope. Um I'm gonna go Navy because I got a I got a um a current athlete. He's committed to Navy. So okay. I'm about to um so you know, usually I I, I find myself I, I wanna say kind of go with Army, but because I got a um I got a, a current athlete right now who's committed to Navy. And, we, and he actually brought me back his church. So I'm a rock. I'm a rock with Navy. Go Navy, beat Army. I can definitely see why you be I can definitely see why you go over to Navy, my guy, because you know the the that's because of that, the student, the student bond right there. But I'm going with the army, because that's what it is with Jeff Munkin. I just the biases that I'm gonna have for me. So definitely going with the army. What, what do you got, team? Has everybody gone yet? Oh, no, 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 he's going, he's going I, with I, the I Navy. Has everybody no, no, hold on, said? Yeah, you can go last week. Yeah, I, I'll go. For, I'll go, man. Like, like uh, I said, okay, man, my, okay. my, my, my dad's a Navy veteran, man. So uh, even though I know they haven't had the best, the best of seasons, uh, and again, Jeff Monken, I said I, 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 he's he's always going to be good in my book for what he for what he did at Georgia Southern, but I, but in this game, I, I I just can't go against the Navy, man. Like I said, I, I, again, as as a special, you know, shout out shout out to my father, man. I said I'm definitely gonna gonna always pick Navy in this game, man. Like, go Navy, beat Army. There we go, go Navy, baby. Okay. 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 Everybody go. Everybody go. Everybody go. Everybody go. Everybody go. Everybody go. Out of this group of people, and uh, excluding uh, Coach Dave because he didn't go to Georgia Southern, but my first roommate out of these group of people was the young, the real Reggie. So I love him to death, and I love his family to death, his mom, his sister, and his dad. And his dad is hilarious, man. If if any of y'all on the podcast – get a chance to sit down and talk to his dad, you, you'll be crying at the end. But, uh, man, got to go with the good old Army. Um, and not because I'm in the Army and serving this crazy, great, and crazy again country that we live in. Um, it's because... Army is just it's just having a better season than the Navy, man. Navy is looking rough out here in these streets. And I'm just talking about 
the football field. Just talking about the football field. Navy's bad. Because I, 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 I work, about the Navy's bad. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I work. I work, <laughs> I work with. I work with sailors here where I met out here in New Mexico, and I'm sure everybody's like, "Hold on, is there water out there?" It's a little bit of water, but it ain't where we at. It's number sand and mountains and coyotes, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, for sure. Because I saw I was ducking and dodging a coyote last night when I was coming to the to the room. I was like, "Hey, let me sit in the car for a little bit because it's a uh, it's a little coyote out there, and I ain't trying to get my ass beat. Not tonight. Not any other night." But uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going with Army. It's and as long as I'm in this motherfucker, it's go Army, beat Navy, and that's how it's gonna be. But once again, a little commercial break, thirty seconds. Let me get thirty seconds real quick. You know, we we own Apple Podcasts, goddamn Spotify. Oh, I forgot to say this. The other commercial break, but we're on SoundCloud too. Goddamn. And then we about to be on YouTube. We're working on that. But we got a we got a Twitter and a Facebook group that y'all can follow. So we've had we have like we've said earlier, we got young Jeff on here, our homeboy from Georgia Southern. And then the coach. Coach David, we got them all here and they're faithful followers of the show and listeners of the show. And we just pick these young brethren because we know them and we know that they're going to bring some good quality stuff to the show and some good takes, hot takes, rants and everything else because Ooh, that first that first 45 minutes of this episode, boy. Yeah. Kind of got serious. Yeah. Hey, boy, I just I just put my hands behind my head and was like, ooh, them boys going in. The boys going into each other. Come it on. It was beautiful, dog. It Start was talking it shit. Was be- it was a beautiful <laughs> moment right there, man. It's a beautiful moment. But yeah, we're gonna man. always come back to this. We're gonna Good always stuff. come back to this um podcast for this, yeah. man. Watch. But yeah, man. But yeah, it's One just, thing that I can't just say just kind of add on to that though is that um you know, David's a true Alabama fan, just like I'm a true Georgia fan. And we're both going to rep our squads, man. You know, like we both going to rep the team that we have allegiance to as far as fandom and stuff. And, you know, it's just good, clean fun at the end of the day. But at the same time, you know, it's going to kind of get, you know, going, you're going to have to kind of take the gloves off every now and then. <laughs> I, I, I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be out here. That's what's up, though, man. That's what's up, man. That's how I think. Yeah, it's, it's been a. Hey man, I, man, woo! It's been a great episode, man. All, and like I said, we always thank our our, our guests that uh, come on the show. You know, young Jeff. Um, we we thank you, brother. We thank you that uh, you you know you had time to come on the show. And then we thank our the coach, the coach, the the real coach, man. Woo! We thank you for your insight on on this high school and college. Uh, and we thank you for you know being on the show a second time, man. So it's, it's always always a good time, man. Yeah. And you've been woo, you've been going off this episode, uh, and we love it, <laughs> man. We love it. That's why we here. That's why we here. That's why we just sitting back, letting y'all go at it, man. Because y'all, because 
coach. It feels good, it, man. It feels good to sit back, man. It feels good to sit back and watch. Hey, man. Hey, we just love y'all, man. It's all love for sure. Yeah, right. yeah so, 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 so the next, man. So, again, perfect, perfect segue, team, because we could, we're definitely actually going to go to, I guess, speaking of, you know, that, that game or at least some elements of that game, we got to talk about, you know, talk about the finals for the Heisman. We got to talk about that for, 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 for a good minute and, and what are our thoughts, who, so who our favorites are. And, in fact, I'm going to say before this, because I know Ronaldo – I know Ronaldo is going to definitely take a victory lap here, man. Because it looks, it looks like his pick is definitely going to is, is going to run away, run away with it, like Plies did from the from the plug twice. So again, King King Leon, King Leon, like I said, uh, props, props, brother, props. Nah, man. If y'all if y'all if y'all listen, go back to the very very few first episode, man. You know how we did. We keep that off. You know we we keep off. Who could have been Heisman? Heisman, and I went with that boy Bryce Young, man, because he just he is pulling off. He's just doing what he needs to do. And that last week game kind of gave him a little was a little statement game for him to do that with, man. So you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong with these last few years of Alabama's on um, quarterbacking, man. Because well, just Alabama's on um, um, folks. Period in, in the NFL, man. Because as y'all all been been saying in the earlier early in the podcast, the big word that. Um, Say we put together the 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 uh, enterprise. He's the CEO of it, and he's consistently he's consistently sending out his peoples to the to the professional league like it ain't nothing. And quarterbacking is is another phase that he's he's putting putting together real well too. So you know, Matt Jones looking good this year. You know, from from what he was doing last year, and Bryce Jones Jones looking really good now. So once he get ready to start uh, commit to the NFL in the future, he's gonna be right up there with him. Man. I think mean, that's real, recognized real. <laughs> and you know, no, but I, I agree with you. Um, Bryce Young is my pick. Um, not just because I'm an Alabama fan, but I just feel like he's Alabama hadn't offensively had had to that run game like they normally had um, in the past. Um, due to some, due, some of that's due to injuries. And, you know, when you lose the whole offensive line to the NFL, Within two drafts, you know, it, it, it's gonna be t- it's gonna be tough to replace him. Um, Bryce Young, is, and he's young himself. I mean, let's, I mean, let's, this is his first year starting, you know, as a full time quarterback. So for him to, to do what he's done, and now everybody, people want to talk about, you know, he has all this top talent. Um, you know, he he didn't have what Mac Jones had last year, where you got. Two, three, number one. I mean, me, me, John Mitch is good, and he's going to be out for this upcoming um, bowl, bowl game, you know, and for the playoffs. So, but I think Bryce has done a great job. He seems to be well. His pulse level, the, he don't he don't seem to get rattled too much, and I think he's been he's he's been consistent even in their loss. Um, he was still consistent in in what he's been able to do. Um, so, I, for me, he he for me he's my um, my pick for the Heisman. I'm not gonna lie, man. I have to agree as well. I think Bryce Young just ran away with it, man. And um, I gotta also say this little side note here, David. Man, call me out if you're wrong, man. Goddamn, Jameson Williams sound like some nice ass whiskey. 
Yeah. It's a man. Yo, man, what y'all got? I got the hate. I got the Jameson over here, man. Jameson may win. Yeah, Jameson may win. He may win a couple of uh, pieces of hardware, too, postseason yeah. awards. So I think that's, um, you know, right now, Alabama, they just get, you know, Nick Saban, he just, he has a, he just right now he's he's on it. He's changing the yeah. game a little bit, um, but then now you know guys want to go play for him. I mean, Jamison again, he was at Ohio State last year, so yeah. he recognized he saw up for he saw up close and personal in that championship game. Like, oh yeah, I can go play with these boys. So, you know, yeah, I think that was. It's crazy how 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 because you know Ohio State got a sick receiver core now. If you would have stayed over, man, my goodness, but again. Like, like like you said, King Leon, another possibility in the multiverse. What if Jamison Williams stayed at Ohio State this year? That would have been super wild, would it? Oh, yeah, man. The you possibility know, is the endless, though. Very much, man. I think the one thing that I, that I hate about, you know, the one thing I regret was that Will Anderson, Will, Will Anderson was in the top four. I thought Will, I thought Will Anderson should have been should have had one of those Heisman spots. Hey, just like Mac Jones and Devontae Smith last year, the finals, I thought Will Anderson should have been one of the finals. I thought this was the year, if we had multiple defensive defensive players, this would have been. Like I said, I mean, congratulations to Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan for making it, but I, I definitely don't think he should have been the only defensive player this year. Now, honestly, Reggie, um, everybody was quick to put Jordan Davis in there, but I will be honest with you as a Georgia fan. I was talking about people being overrated. Jordan Davis is a little bit. You know, he's just a two-down defensive lineman. I think Nicobe Dean was probably one of our better um, defensive players. Oh, Nicobe was Nicobe was nice. Yeah. On Nicobe, Nicobe's nice. And I, def- I definitely agree with y'all, man. In fact, man, really, I said Georgia's line, Georgia's linebackers have been the strength of their team, their team all year. In fact, I think it's a linebacker who has the most sacks for them. Then also that um white kid's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Jordan Jordan Wyatt? Yeah, Was I it? think Jordan Wyatt. Yeah. But yeah, I but, think... but I definitely hate because again, Will Anderson I think led the nation in both sacks and tackles for loss, and that tackles for that for loss number was stupid. It's like what almost thirty tackles for loss in the season. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, <laughs> that I mean. Crazy I, but see, I think what happened, I think what you end up happening is you it really you could put multiple people in there, like just like last year with Alabama. You know, you probably could have added, you probably could have added um Najee Harris too last year. So I think they they looked at some different things, but now also I think we'll answer he'll get some other postseason awards outside of Hollywood. But I, 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 I but I think he should have been. I, I, I just think that he, he'll win the Benaric, Dave. I think he's a favorite to at least win the Benaric Award. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll win the Benaric. Yeah. No I doubt. think that Bryce is going to run away with the Matt. I think it's the Maxwell Award and Maxwell, yeah, yeah. Best, I think he's going to run away with those. Yeah, so best offensive play and probably O'Brien. He probably get the O'Brien too. Yeah, yeah, probably as well. I think he'll get the O'Brien as well. I think I, I think I think they've kind of started trying to give out certain awards um, already. Uh, I think they were they were talking about it if it hadn't already started. Because I think I think Will Anderson 
um, won. I think he also won the Bronco. The Gersky Gersky Gersky. Award. Yeah. 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 So I think he won that. So, um, but, you know, like I said, for him, he's a team player. So if he ain't got to go and Bryce going, he's good with that. I think that's that's the type of that, that's the type. You know, he's he's Alabama's ultimate leader. Um, you know, he he's talked about. You know, he was one of the ones that led the charge. Uh, everybody kept saying Alabama was this and that, and you know, he's been the one that had the team be focused um, after Texas A and M. So, mm-hmm. but you know, for him, I think I think he deserves. You know, I would like to see him, see him in New York, but I think he'll get he'll get his due in, in other ways. But right now, I think Bryce Young having two two back-to-back games with Auburn and that 97-yard drive and, then, and how he played against Georgia, I think Bryce is going to solidify himself as the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. Now, now don't get me wrong. I, this is definitely nothing against C.J. Stroud or, or Kenny Pickett. Uh, they both had great years. Like I said, I'm definitely not, not you know, knocking them, but – I just thought that this this was the year that we definitely should have shown love to show love, you know, to to the, the defense. Man, just the defense is, you know, the def, definitely showed out, showed out, you know, in 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 a lot of ways this past season, man. Like I said, in fact, man, I wouldn't be surprised if, if either Pickett or Stroud won the Maxwell. But like I said, man, I definitely thought that that that, that, that Anderson should have got that should have got that shine for. For, for for the Heisman finals, but yeah, like you said, he's he's definitely gonna have his fair share fair share of hardware, you know. Come this, come come the end of the season. This weekend, yes, it is. It's I'll Saturday. be in New York. How about that? Yep, it sure is, man. So, so there we go, man. That's it. I think we actually have some more. Don't we have some more picks too, Bree? Before before yeah. we go, before we start close with the door on the amateur. Yeah, I would say that I just I'm going with um, Bryce Young. I mean, pretty much I already know that he kind of solidified that last week. But yeah, yeah um, let's switch to let's go to the next uh, next topic, the GHSA championship games this weekend. Well, it starts your wheelhouse, David. It starts tomorrow. High school so. football. Yeah, yeah. I just probably I I, I hadn't seen Georgia high school football. Um, you know, I kind of watch doing the Corky Kell Classic a little bit. You know, when I if I can catch it on online or something like that. Uh, it's been a minute since I've been able to you know sit down and really watch Georgia high school football. Um, my brother, you know, he tries to you know he keeps me updated a little bit what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, me, what, yeah, what, yeah, what Chris, teams? About it, man. So yeah, but I, but I like I, but I like to hear y'all. You know, uh, I like to hear y'all's takes on certain teams or. You know, when I was at home and what teams were powerhouses when I was at home, are they still powerhouses or have other schools, you know, come to the top? So I, I'm, I'm I'm curious to see, you know, what uh, what schools are playing. Yeah, David, I did to share one with you. I did to share one with you, David. Buford's still whooping ass. That's what oh, I really? can share with you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Hey, Buford's still whooping that, ass. They, have, they got that, that receiver. He just committed to Bama. Is that I, who I, think it is? I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah Bama. That was one of the decommits from Florida's from Florida, man. He was he was a former Florida commit, but then he like said, he switched to Bama, I think, this past week. So, yeah, I yeah. saw that boy highlight tape. That boy, hey, he fast. 
Like, he fast, fast. Like, I, I, I saw his, his highlight his highlight film. Hey, he's special. Hey, so, hey, hey, another one. Hey there, coach. Let me, uh, let me, let me ask you a quick question, real quick. Is he faster than one of these missiles out here that we testing? Uh, well, I know he ran the the one hundred. He ran the one hundred ten seconds. He ran the one hundred ten seconds. That first motion, dog. That first. I wasn't even going off what you said. I'm going off how how, you, how your body language was, and when you turned your head to the side <laughs> and didn't want to look into the camera. Yeah, I know he ain't faster than one of these missiles out here, big dog. But um. Let me. I just want to say this. Don't worry about it. Hey, don't worry about it. As a Florida fan, hey, you're gonna see him run, run right by your DBs. So when when mm-hmm. when you look, see him out there, him so when, when you can't when you can't, pre- when you can't press that button, work. we gonna be ready. We ready, son. <laughs> we yeah, can't yeah, take let that air. Nobody slide past big dog. I take that. He ain't right gonna slide. past He gonna run right past y'all. That's what he gonna do. He gonna run right past you. Okay. Okay. What's his uh-huh. name? What's his name? What's his name? Bond. Isaiah Bond. Isaiah Bond. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Well, we gonna see. He gonna be in. He gonna be in college next year. Yeah. Okay. Then we gonna we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see. And and, and when and when he don't pass nobody, we gonna bring you back on the show, dude. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bring you back oh, on the show. I ain't never scared. Cause I, uh, that that's good. That's good because I ain't never scared either. Cause it's always go Gators, fuck Alabama, fuck all the rest of the goddamn SEC team, and it's really fuck GA for sure. But anyway, I just want to say go Carver Tigers out of Columbus because we oh, yeah, this, there this man here. <laughs> the big dogs the weekend. So that's all. That's all I gotta say. Go Carver Tigers. I didn't want to get into college, but. You know, the coach, he always got some shit to say. So I had to excuse him real quick. But uh, go Carver Tigers out of Columbus, Georgia. I need y'all to pull it on through, man. Y'all doing good this season. Y'all need to come on through with that state championship. Let's get it. Well, look then, man. We're going to start on 1A. Well, yeah. What we're going to do, we're going to do 1A public or private first. Trying to start with one day public first, so um, we're gonna start off with uh, Irvin County Indians versus Brooks Brooks County Trojans. Uh, I'm going with Brooks County, but um, I don't even know where the hell Irvin County is and um, Brooks County is at. So Irvin County is close to Albany. I think Brooks is close to at least not Albany, but Valdosta. I think they're close to Valdosta. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's going to be right around that area between Valdosta and Albany. Gotcha. Yeah, that's okay. what Brooks says. And Irwin, I mean, Irwin is actually a little bit tougher to, like I said, it, 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 it's, it's what you can say the Southwest Central Georgia. Again, people, this is exactly why we have Google. I can look it up. But it's one of these country, it's one of these country, you know, counties that that that, that, that literally has about one stoplight in, in the entire, in the, in the entire town. At least the, yeah, the, County Capitol has one spotlight, has one stoplight, and, and it's one stop sign at at at, at a you know four way stop. So there we go. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's the best thing I can tell you, man. But I definitely I, I'm I'm got Irvin County in this one, man. I think Irvin County is actually. I mean, wasn't this the championship game last year in one public? I I want to say it was. I can't even remember. It might have. 
But I think, but I think I, I think Irvin I think takes it. Yeah, though, but yeah, give me Irvin County. Yeah. What about everybody else? Well, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a hometown fan, you know. Like Hawkinsville used to play Irvin County, or they are they still do play Irvin County in single A. So I'm about to definitely go to Erin County as well. You know, like back in the day, they were like a powerhouse along with like Charleston County, Clinch County. Charleston County is where, is where like um, Champ Bailey's from. And I actually yeah, it was a Charleston to Clinch. Yeah. I remember Charleston to yeah, Clinch. Oh, yeah. Back, back actually, down the South. When I, was like, when I was about probably like 12, 13, I was um, playing middle school ball at Hawkinsville and I was part of varsity, you know, Waterboard team, whatever, and we played against Clitch. I mean, uh, Charleston County, where they had Boss Bailey, and I think they still had Chimp out there too. Mm-hmm. And they and they beat our butts out of the water. But yeah, I'm just bringing back in to Erie County. That's what's up. Cool, cool, man. I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, man. My my high school high school fandom has loved ever since I stopped watching my boys and stay because I'm from Statesboro. They were high, you know what I'm saying? Used to be the, you know what I'm saying? They used to be the the the, the cream of the crop, man. We we had we had yeah. Justin Houston, we had Jeremy Mincy, we had yep. Angelo Tyson, you know. So it was we was some, we was some bad boys back in the day, man. And um, we had that last championship game at Georgia Southern at uh, at Paul's Stadium. That was like you know that that sealed the deal right there. But after after that, man, I just. I just ain't have time to be putting in uh, uh, high school like that. I made a uh, check out see the Grove one time here and there, but that was about it. Everything else, I'm just listening to highlight reels and catching, you know, the the, the P- PBS, the GPTV uh, highlight reels type stuff. So, but all they say, I'm just going. I'm, I will go with Brooks. But okay. again, that's just, that's just me just going, just going, I, just me frequently, just briefly going over these these boys when I saw the names in the notes. Just going, just checking out what's going in. Definitely, I, I, I say, man. I said, that's what up, man. I said, ain't nothing wrong with making the picks, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with making the picks, man. He said, hey, 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 ain't no, ain't no skin off your back, brother. I might, yeah. I might, I might go, I might go off, I might go off my picks off with the name alone. So here you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. What about the um the next thing for single um the single lay. Uh, Trinity Christian Lions versus Prince Avenue Christian Wolverines. Straight oh, out of oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that second team again because I know I heard something. Prince Avenue Christian Wolverines, Prince. yeah, Prince yeah. Avenue, yeah, it's in, it's in Athens. It used to the school used to be on. The school used to be on Prince Avenue in Athens. Hey, the school used is used to be right across from my job, mm. but then they got big and they moved wow. moved to Oconee County. So, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, moved to the suburbs. Oconee County is big money, ain't it? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Their school system mm-hmm. is nice. Oh, oh that's cool, big. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's right off the um, right off of Highway just... seventy eight. I was just asking for the team, the, oh, yeah. the high school name again, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll go ahead. I, I have no, yeah, I have no picks on that. And right. that's where um, Rock <laughs> Vandergriff went to school at Prince Avenue. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, that's right. But I'm picking uh, I'm pick uh, Prince Avenue with the repeat again. So. Mm. Seems like they're the only team in Athens that in the Athens area that can do something. Yeah, 
Ha ha. Shots fired. Yep. Um, you you should be kind of tame tame on, on you know you going after Georgia, Brent. I'm actually be kind of surprised at that. Yeah, I have. So. Yeah, but but anyway, but 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 I, but I choose Trinity Christian though. Man. I, I got I got them. Yeah. So I had to do research because there are more than one Trinity Christian schools in Georgia, because there's one back in Dublin. They're called the Crusaders. So I had to go like, damn, did they change their mascot or something? So apparently, this Trinity Christian Lions is in Sharpsburg, Georgia, which I'm assuming is close yeah. to all. Yeah, yeah, that's up in, yeah, that's in Duna. So, okay, yeah. that's it. So I think in this case, you know, I'm 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 looking at geography. You know, like you said, Brock Vandergriff went to um, what's called Prince. Yeah, Prince, whatever. Yeah. So I'm a I'm gonna definitely have to choose the Prince private school. Okay. All right, what about the um for two way Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes versus Thomasville Bulldogs? Ooh. I'm going with Fitzgerald. Who you got, Reggie? I'm just gonna to go Thomasville this time, man. We have the Thomasville Bulldogs, man. So they put together they put together a pretty nice season so far. In fact, they're the team who actually beat they beat down Raven County and Gunner Stockton, man. So that, that's why I got them, man. Them, them both, if you can, if they prevented Gunner Stockton from beating Trevor Lawrence's record last week. So if you could do that, man, I, I definitely think you're ready for a state championship. So I got Thomas, I got the Thompsonville Bulldogs in this one. Um, let me let me get by this quick. I think I'm gonna go with Fitzgerald, man. You know that's. That's kind of in between Dublin and Hawkersville, both my hometowns. Uh, we used to play Fitzgerald back in the day, and they always brought a good squad. So, you know, I'm going to definitely go with Fitzgerald, go with Purple Hurricanes. Hold on, guys, man. That's right. We also got a recent, we also got a recent, you know, I don't know if y'all saw David's recent message, man, but but it, but if, if you got to hop off, man, we, we definitely understand, brother. But if you, and if you do, man, then again, appreciate you for. For for coming coming along, man, it's, it's always been a pleasure, and you know, good good, good luck on your good luck on the wrestling season, man. Appreciate and, it, yeah, appreciate just, it, appreciate just, it. Just keep doing what you're it's doing. Always man. good times, David. Yeah, oh, I mean, I know good time. Brother. Good. Hopefully, yeah. we come back and we recap the, the football season, and then you know, watch a little NBA, and you know, whatever the case may be. Just y'all you know, know how to find me, Reggie, especially you. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I, guys, I appreciate you. Had a ball, had a blast. All love. Every second of it. David, so, all love, man. All love. Pre- appreciate it, guys. Y'all have y'all have a good night. All, all right, now you too, man. Appreciate it, coach. All right, man. All right. Yes, sir. All right. So next up, uh, let's talk about Cedar the um the three um, A game between Cedar Grove Saints and Carver Atlanta Panthers. And I heard that this is like the first time that um, that uh, Atlanta Public Schools made it to the the finals in off GHSA football in about fifty so years. So now, now this is the first time they actually made the no, this is the first time they made they I think won it, but this is the first time they actually made the finals since Mays did it in two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. So I remember watching Ooh. that Mays. I remember watching that Mays game in the dome. They played oh, Northside okay, and Warner Roberts that year, I believe. Gotcha. Or okay. side, yeah. So, so I actually remember remember that game. But yeah, this is the oh, first okay, time then. I think this. Yeah, but okay, they could be the first one I think to win in fifty years if they win. Uh, 
if, if they win tonight. And you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm actually you know, feeling feeling a little you know generous to him, man. Like I said, I, I'm actually choosing Car for Atlanta to upset Cedar Grove. I think Cedar Grove is the oh shit. Cedar Grove is the, you know, they're the favorites and rightfully so, but I think Carver Atlanta might actually, you know, put an upset special. Uh, nah, I'm going with Cedar Grove because of the Atlanta, Atlanta curse. So, yeah. Wow, he's taking it to high school. Let's, let's go see the All right. Hey. Hey. It is what it is, man. <laughs> what about got to win something, man, so I'm going to go with Carver. They, they don't have like a I think they're like a, they have like a, I mean, like, I think one storyline that I saw on the fan page was that this is like one of the first championship or um, championship games to have like an abundance of black coaches, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah like, and like eight, eight, or seven, eight or 17 coaches are black. That's great. Yeah. That's great, you know, especially when you talk about those backwoods country teams and stuff. But oh, yeah, yeah, like I said, you know, I'm going to I'm a, I'm a different throw my marbles on carpet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I just like the fact that I, I just like the fact that I had I worked with kids from Carver when I was doing my nonprofit work with those kids out there. I just didn't. I knew they were talking about their football team was being lit again. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I just let them talk because that's you know, yeah. you know they were saying. But <laughs> hey, look, here you go. They, Ain't they, they, was, they were true to their word. Ain't that school in one of the nice parts of Atlanta? Oh. It's kind of like, nah, it's, so. not, it's kind of, it's kind of in that same, <laughs> it, nah, it's not. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been, I've been I think it's the Southeast, and like, yeah, you, again, you, 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 you just being an asshole. It's right, now. It was right, it's right around the corner when they're on that, that Wendy's that got burned down because of old boy. Oh, that was <laughs> so, down, oh, yeah. that, you know, oh, that's what about University Avenue? Yeah, University, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 so and if you want to consider that a good a good spot, so I don't know. I guess some those are some those are nice spots for some um I bet those are some nice spots for those Bama fans, right? Nah. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Okay, but, um, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. But, but it's all going, saying is, yeah, yeah. Cedar Grove, I go with that. Yeah. I, Cause I haven't I haven't looked at Cedar Grove a couple times. I would say I go with Cedar Grove. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's Cedar Grove's been strong. Yeah. Let's go with uh let's go with the four-way matchup between another Carver, but in Columbus against um the Carver. Yeah, what's 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 that Carver Columbus? What's that what's they on um, the mascot called Therese? I know you I know you heard of him. I was about to say, man, no, man, Therese come, man. Why is he not on video now? I know, right? I was about to say, we, we, I was like, we really about to talk about this school, man. And my man is just Skip over forty right quick, man. We gonna yeah. talk about forty when he gets back, bro. Yeah, <laughs> skip over. All right, the next one is um, yeah, five eight Warner Robins Demons versus the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I'm going with Warner Robins. They put it on um, Calhoun. They they be they um they blow it out Clark Central last week. So, so, so somebody but, needs to get revenge. Oh <laughs> yeah, that yeah. So I'm going with Warner Robins. War time. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Now, honestly, I do have a dog in the fight on this one. Happy belated birthday to my nephew, Truth. He just turned 15. He goes to Warner Robins High School. So I got to go with Warner Robins Demons. All right. What about you, Reggie? This is actually the fifth straight time 
it's crazy if you look at the stat, man. I, I read it. I think in 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 the you know the the, the GH the, the GHSA you know newsletter now subscribe to them. This is their fifth time actually going through the finals. It's absolutely insane. But yeah, there's a one Robbins has definitely been been noted this year that they they broke through for the fourth time last last season when they absolutely destroyed Cartersville. I say it, it, it was it was definitely not nice, man. Like I say it. It, it it was nice for them kids, man. But they they I'll just say that because they've been on the, on the roll since, and I think they're going to continue that role in in here, man. Like I said, that uh, I mean Calhoun, I think it's pretty good, man. But Calhoun, they ain't got nothing for the demons, man. Like I said, give, give me one of Roberts, guys. Give me one of Roberts. Pretty All big. Right. Yes, yes. All right. The next game is a six A between Langston Hughes Panthers and Buford University Wolves. I'm going with <laughs> hey, I'm going with Langston Hughes, man. Hey man, I am too, bro. I was about to say, man, I got Langston Hughes with the upset, man. I mean, Buford I'm going. Hold on, man. Again, like I told David, Buford has been good since we have been back in high school, bro. Yeah, lie. When it was like in, was it like there was a single A, I think, mm-hmm. or single A or double A. That's when they had yeah, that kid that went to back on. We talked about last week. That kid went to on Notre Dame. He was like Darius something. Darius, right? Yep, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, back then, back then they were in two A. I want to say back then. I know when I graduated, they were still a two A school. Okay, but like Brandon said, they started out as one A school mm-hmm. way back when. They need to be in seven A, but I don't, I don't think they, they will wanna... be next year. They will they'll be, be next, next year. year. Oh damn! Yeah, they'll yeah. be in seven A next year. Yeah. Due to the new, due to the new, yeah, the new region man. But yeah, but I got nice use of the upset, man. Like I said, man. I got to go with the uh, University of Alabama of high school football teams, which is Buford. So I'm going to have to go with the, with the machine, the Buford Wolves. I'm going with Langston Hughes because of the name. I know, right? That is dope. Oh, yes. All right. Again, again, when you named that after one of history's greatest courts, man, you definitely got to represent. All right, it's gonna be poetry. Damn, America! It's gonna be poetry in motion, man. <laughs> that game. I like that. It's I like be. that. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, that was deep. Gotta be. Ah, yes. Let's go into this next game. Seven A uh, number. This is like this rank is right here from Max Prep. Number nineteen, Milton Eagles against number three, Collins Hill. I'm going. Ooh. I'm going Gwinnett for the win. So, oh yeah, about thirty. Yeah, it's yeah. about that school probably like twenty to twenty to thirty minutes from my house. I'm going with. I'm going with them boys, but but I Milton. Oh, go ahead, B. I about to say Milton, man. They got this the um the number one. I think he's like the number one rated player for next year. Um. I think his name is Levius Overton or L or yeah, LT over. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I see that dude, that dude is actually good in basketball. He's really good in basketball too. And that Milton basketball team, they got a squad. They got one boy going to um one of the boys he going to um he's going Bruce Stern, he's committed to Ohio State. Then they got another dude named Kane Carnot. he's like a five star player. The boys can hoop, man. And that dude, um LB Overton, that dude can hoop too. They do. He be running. That he can. He's like a big man that can. 
He like about six five, six six. He can run the floor well. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see him like play when uh, when, he, when football season over. I can't wait to see him play. So but. scary athleticism. Oh yeah, that, yeah. He he uh, he's a freak, man. That's I think I'm uh, I think I'm gonna choose Milton. You know, I used to work in the area. The high school is huge, man. It's like a little small university. It's so big out there. And um, you know, I'm gonna definitely put my money on Milton. I will. I think Collins Hill probably has the best defense defense in in all of G, the GHSA. Like I said they play ridiculous defense, and one of the reasons is because they have the number one ranked recruit in in football, and one Travis Hunter, who is by the way committed to the Florida State University. So I will definitely. <laughs> You're right, Brandon. I can't, I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait to see this guy come in and guard the gold next so next month. So next month, he's he's going to be the catalyst to get to get us back to respectability, man. Like I said, man, again, sh- big shout out to Travis Hunter, man, and again, I, I look forward to seeing you doing your thing. Bring your squad home the championship, and then and then after that, man, bring us on bring us on home a championship. Let's get to Florida State. I'm going with Collins Hill, man. Give me the give me the Eagles, y'all. Yes, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's that you I'll go with them boys in Milton because they do look um very uppity up there in that little neighborhood. <laughs> a little nice look. Uh-huh. It look like yeah. they got something to say. With all with the, with their rich selves. Oh yeah, all of them got Teslas. Although their family's doing great there, right? Again, the they big fam- boy Tesla, they family man. is okay. Yeah. They family is family okay. Is Not the family is okay. They got the they got the big boy cars, man. They got the they got the Teslas that that has relationship with them. They talk to them, feed them, you know, all that stuff. They don't have to worry about parents no more. There. Oh yeah. Well done, yeah. man. But I don't know. Can we think of what Yeah, Terry. Yeah. We, we might as well just do the four. We gonna, I don't man, know we're gonna go and do the the four way, man. Yeah, man, he'll just have to miss it, man. He, yeah. He'll just have to miss, miss me talking trash about Carver Columbus. Right. Um, I'm going with, I guess I go, I go with Carver Columbus. Even though they, even though, yeah. I would say I, um, I got picked up because they, um, yeah, I'm just going with Carver Columbus because, yeah. I'm, I've got the Benedictine cadets because when, back when I was living in Savannah, Benedictine used to whoop our asses in football. All the time, all the time, Benedictine was Benedictine always. Had yeah, them boys, them boys come on TV so all the time, man. So that's boys in Savannah. Oh yeah, yep, there's yep, there's Savannah. And and the thing about Benedictine guys, they're not just a private school, good audience. They are a, a, not. I mean, this is not a private Catholic school. They are a private military Catholic school. So mm-hmm. they have the discipline and the toughness. So. The boys with our asses all the time in football. Oh, <laughs> I always see, I always see Benedict, I always see Benedict Jean on the on TV back home when I go over to Statesboro because there's always they be they be doing they be talking about them on WSAV in Savannah, blah blah. Yeah, you already so, know WSAV, WSAV, no country. So they know what they know what it is. WJCL, man, them them boys rule those Friday night, them Friday nights, you know, always be talking about highlights. Always, yeah. So give me a bit of dick team, man, and and again. Sis, 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 Carver, sis, sis, Carver. I, I, I can't choose them in good faith. <laughs> I just can't choose Carver Columbus. Support the homie. 
Support the homie Tarif, man. I'm gonna have to choose Carver, man. Um, you know, I don't have a dog in the fight, but I'm gonna have to show some love to my homeboy, man. Carver it is. Ah, yes. I'm gonna have got Car- everything Carver. So. No, 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 I don't think Leon. No, 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 did you make your pick? Oh, y'all, like I said, Benedictine just off the of the strength of the name alone. Oh, okay. Them boys, them, them boys, them boys would talk. They would um, when I say that they would talk about that school all the time on TV. Like it's you know what I'm saying? It's always they always pop up. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna ride with them, give it to them. Sorry, 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 T. Sorry, Tariq. Too bad you're not around here, but your boy is not gonna get it. Ah uh, yes, there you go. And let's talk briefly about this uh, NFL playoff picture so far. First off, I want to say Detroit. They won the game right now, so you know they the hot, the hottest team right now. They want all the smoke. They claim that they want Bama right now. <laughs> Wait a second, now, Brandon. Is it is it that the coach is talking about buying the kneecap and I, all that kind of foolishness? I don't know, but the coach seems like he's kind of badass, so. Yeah, he seems like he blows like a WWE match or something. Right. Yeah, he pretty like, much is. I tell career. you what, wrestling. He's he's a wrestling character, no doubt. Yeah, he is. He's a he's a walk. He's a former tight end. So shit, I don't know. He just look like he just do some some crazy off the top rope type stuff. If you if you mess up on the um practice on the practice field, so. Yep. Pretty much. Sounds about right well, to me. Yeah. I will say that my Falcons, um, I'm gonna just be 100. They suck. Yeah. They, they suck right now. You know, like they have a lot of things that, that they need to address. And to be honest with you, I think it's gonna take more than a year to, to get everything that they need out there. Cause we are dealing with like um, you know, salary cap issues. People that should have been cut years ago, they got new contracts a couple years ago. You know, uh, I mean, like, granted, uh, a wide receiver that, um, you know, I'm going to kind of check something with this, but a, but a wide receiver that, you know, he has his off-the-field issues and stuff that I really do hope gets handled, but, you know, we need somebody on the field as well, you know. And to be honest with you, I'm not, like, I'm not sure if, the, if he's going to get a long-term contract. You know, it's where we have to probably start to look and see what's out there because, you know, everything is important when it comes to your to your physical and to your mental health. But at the same time, when you get paid millions of dollars and stuff, you know, and, you know, that's that's your job. I mean, you know, that like that particular seat can only be held for so long. Yeah. I agree, but, but again, and, and even with all of that being said, and as bad as we are, because like you said, Jeff, we are bad. Very. Yeah. But we are still actually in, in the playoff hunt because NFC is, is that I bad. Was, I was just about to say, y'all still in the playoff. It, it's still in the playoff hunt. Y'all can make the playoff, man. It's a possibility that something can happen. Until we until we beat y'all, though, until after we beat y'all, then y'all can go ahead and count that out. But I see you still there. y'all still there. Yeah. Well, y'all got two weeks to get it together. But y'all still, y'all still there. Y'all still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Ronaldo, we're still there. And y'all still got Jimson as y'all's quarterback. Man, see, you you better be glad. I'm not. I, I'm gonna save my rant for next week. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just let this all build up. I'm gonna just let this all build up. 
I really, I really want to talk my my cash money shit if we lose to the fucking Bengals next week. But I'm just wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just chill right now and not say nothing at all. Oh, that's definitely not saying nothing at all. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Jimison Vincent Garoppolo do what he needs to do Sunday, and whatever comes out of it, I'm, I'll make my, I'll make my rant off of it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I feel you, man. I didn't feel that you. That, that, that's all you can do as a fan, man. Yeah, it's just the fact that the whole that the crazy part about it. We, we, we're on the on the subject of uh of of the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that uh can sneak into. How about the how about the Washington football team, bro? Me and me and Jeffrey talking about this all the time. Like they know the absolute backdoor way of getting into the playoffs. No matter what, they will be in the playoffs and for whatever reason they are in the fan playoffs. We go into the party. We all having a good time. And we see the Washington Redskins. How you get here? Washington football team. How you get here? Oh, don't worry about that. We here. We just here. Let's have some fun. That's the Washington, Washington team in the playoffs. Like the Washington Redskins team is like that cuz that just have everything. Like, man, how the hell you get this? Well, you know, I got a partner that yeah. has a partner that got me in there. It's just my cool, it's my it's my cool ass uncle that just knows everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It just basically it, it just have it, it they just they they're just doing they're doing what they need to do at the right time, I guess. But hey, there you go. You know what I'm saying? They're on, they on the street right now, so you know. And then they're currently six. They they're ahead of us. They they're six in the playoff playoff um playoff picture. They're right there. So yep. it's, it's 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 interesting. But like, watch next week is going to be crazy because a lot of folks, a lot can change. But the, a lot of teams that are in the hunt, they all got the same. They all got the same uh, records pretty much. They all behind seven games. So anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. Can blow it up all all kind of ways. But that's in the AFC. In the NFC, the AFC is a whole other thing itself too. Because that's all. The Patriots, man. The Patriots. The Patriots are the number one seed. Yep. Oh, Bill who, who, Belichick. Matt Jones. And Mac Jones. Good Shots old Belichick. Belichick said, y'all are not going to mess with me. Y'all had me, y'all had me for dead last year. Boy, b- bro, Bill said, y'all must have forgot. Bill really said, y'all must have forgot out here. Woo. The football guards, the football guys played the cards for him, man, and Matt Jones just, you know, fell in his lap. Like, all right, here we go. And then the games begin, and then here they are where they at. But, like, folks got to understand, like, last year, a lot of it, a lot of these people um, opted out anyway. So, it wasn't like, you know, he had a team, he had a full squad. It was all gone. It was defensively, all his people was gone. And so, and then, yeah, you know, he had the, the Cam Newton experience. But now he now he back to normal, got his people's back. Dan Noy was signed back to him, and he's like, all right, now nah, I'm back in. I'm back in the uh, I'm back in the game again. This is how I was supposed to look like last year. Now I'm good. So man, man, ho, 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 hold on, y'all. This this man, this man really bounced back. He bounced back better than juvenile, bro. Bounce, bounce, the bounce. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Man, every time, every time I see see, see Bill now, man, I I just want to play that song. I just want to play that song, man. That's like I, I like that. I, I I feel like he should be playing that every time he walks around to the building. <laughs> Wouldn't it be something though? Wouldn't it be something if it, it just so happened to be Patriots and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl? That'd be epic. That'd be a good. That'd be a double looking Super Bowl. It'd be the teacher against the um student. Student, yeah. It'd, be, it'd, it'd finally, it'd finally be a true. It'd be a true rematch if they had the one earlier this year. But 
it'd be the true rematch, like because now you know Mac is in his in his in, his, in the bag now. He they, they are in uh they in a nice little little uh situation where they just really rolling out really good, and then boom, here comes Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. What you got? And you know, yeah, I know Bill Belichick will have some form, but we're, we're rejecting too far in the future because I know the Buccaneers are not going to the to the Super Bowl. It's going to be the Niners, but hey, it is what it is. This guy. <laughs> I'm sticking to it too. It's gonna to be the Niners and and what I what I said with the Niners, the Buffalo Bills. So that's still still available. But I don't know. I don't know how far we're gonna get with Jimerson, But hey, here we go. <laughs> that man, Jimerson. boy. Man, Jimerson. <laughs> man. Oh, shit. Yeah. oh, oh yeah. There's, there's there's only one team. Only one team so far has been eliminated from the playoffs. I think we all know that it's the Texans are the only team so far that is completely eliminated from playoff contention. What about the no. Lions? No, they're not. They're, 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 they're still they're technically in. They're still the they Lions? Have a shot. Yeah. They still have a shot. <laughs> they have a shot, man. Still out some way. <laughs> ah, that's all. It's hilarious. Okay. It's crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> That one, it can that happen, one man. You never know. <laughs> so, so you're saying there's a chance. So the Jaguars <laughs> in here, the Jaguars in it, the Jaguars still in it. Yeah, everybody still in it except for the Texans. Texans are the Damn. only team who does Damn. not have who has been eliminated from playoff contention. Damn. Maybe go ahead. Well, they got a lot of shit to deal with anyway, though. So. They need to might as well go ahead and pack it up and head on out anyway. We got we going we we got to play them in a couple weeks, so they go and they might as well you know lay it down and you know go ahead and get that dub up. Mm-hmm. Well, keep well, it, you want to get on these picks? Oh yeah, let's get on these picks. Uh, the one game I just got is the uh what Monday Night Football game between the Rams and the Cardinals. I'm going with the Cardinals on this one, so. Mm. Has any team disappointed so far more than the Rams guys? Oh, they very disappointing right now. I mean, where they came, well, they they came back that Sunday, but that was against the Jaguars, duh. But you know, it, but again, that that all it takes is just that momentum push, and once they get clicking, they, yeah. you know, it's that's not discredit them because they are good. They got some folks on that squad. Yeah, so. if he stop turning the ball over. Stats will be just top throwing pick sixes, man. They should be all high. <laughs> hey, but hey, not but being beginning of the long season, staff was golden boy. Oh my god, he's gonna do good. Yes, he was. He absolutely was. You know I'm saying? He's the golden boy, but now you know, he's just still he's staff has always been good. He's that you know, he was with the Lions, but he still got some flaws too. So we shall see. I feel like the I feel like the Rams are going to get this this um this win over Cardinals though. So I'm actually kind of feeling that too. I think I actually I'm feeling that same the same way, Ronaldo. I, I think I think I actually I think I'm actually Rams in this too, man. Like I said, it might might bounce back, man. Even though the Cardinals again, the Cardinals continue to impress, but. I think the Rams will actually Cardinals are, are good, man. Cardinals are yeah, not you're not gonna discount them. The Cardinals are where they at for a reason. So they're just dismantling their folks along the way. And they're doing it, they were doing it with um with Colt McCoy of all them people. So mm-hmm. you know. Now let's see um 
honestly, I like Arizona. But I will say this much. I mean, you got two pretty good coaches in Cliff Kingsbury and Sean McVay. I mean, like, um, you got two high-powered offenses. And I think with Kyle Murray coming back off his injury that he is really still kind of underrated because of his height and stuff. But that guy is a gamer. He's a gamer, and he, and he puts it all out there. And um, I think that, you know, they could make some noise, you know, to make some playoffs and stuff that they could definitely be a team to reckon with if everything just starts to kick. I mean, everything just um, starts to click and stuff. So I'm going to put my money on Arizona. Either way, either way it works for me. I don't care which one of them lose. They are in the division. So if they, whoever loses is good. It's a, good, it's a win for me. Yay. Yeah. Y'all, y'all got any other um, picks that y'all would like to do for the NFL? I know it's like the Bills and the Buccaneers. That should be, that should be a somewhat a good game. Um, who's playing more? Isn't it like the Vikings and um? Vikings and Steelers. Vikings and Steelers. Nobody's playing tomorrow. Only for good listeners. By the time they hear it, that they'll be playing. They will be playing on. They will be playing tonight. By the time the listeners hear this, hear this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so tonight, um, I I don't know, like just for fantasy numbers, uh, I'm gonna go to Vikings. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 like, I feel like the Vikings are broken down, man. I don't know. It might be, it might be done for the rest of the season. To be honest with you, just run mm. the ball, run it, run it with Matheson. Give me some points. So I'll go to Vikings. <laughs> man, you know, because <laughs> listeners, um. Even though we're talking about different things on the podcast, off the podcast, we're all in the same fantasy football league, and I'm very competitive. And you know, it's almost playoffs times and stuff. So you know, I and I think everybody's on this podcast. It's still it's on still the playoffs. I think. Oh yeah, that's number two. I've been making many resurgence out here, boy. I am Gucci. I've been making many resurgence. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Here's the fact. Here's the fact. I've been bullshitting this whole time. This whole time, G. Oh, yeah, I understand. Whole time. I understand, man. As long as the listeners have good content for the last, like, 30 minutes, it's all good. <laughs> ah, yes. But, but, yeah, man. I think I'm actually going to go with, well, my game pick is, believe it or not, man, I, I, I'm actually gonna go to go to two five seven teams, man, and it'd be the NFC South showdown, man. I got I got Falcons and Panthers, both teams who definitely need to get it together. Panthers fired Joe Brady. Beginning that was crazy. Yeah, that, yeah, it was, that but was of course, yeah, but of course, you know when, when your main offensive weapon is hurt, and 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 Cam Newton has forgotten how to play football, your offense is gonna look trash. So I don't blame Joe Brady for the offense being being what it is, man. But again, that's the nature of the business. He'll bounce back. He'll de- he'll definitely bounce back, man. He'll definitely you know land on his feet. But probably back to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he'll probably go back to the college ranks. You know, maybe as an OC somewhere. I think. Yeah, more than likely, but shoot. Yeah, probably will. I say probably probably get his name you know back backed up again, man. Like I said I just yeah. But again, but again, but, 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 but stay the fuck away from Miami, man. But but anyway, I got the Falcons, man. So this, this is where the Fal- this might be a good good getting right game for them, man. Even though we lost to the Buccaneers, the defense has actually played above their talent level. I will definitely give that. I, I will at least definitely give that to them. 
the defense is devoid of any real game-breaking talent outside of A.J. Terrell and, and Grady Jarrett. But, again, well, hey, they still find the – Foyer, Foyer, Alua Khan is leading the team in tackles. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty good. And, they, and I like Foyer. That's the thing about it, though. I like – hell, hell, tell you the truth, Jeff, I'm glad you're here, man, because I can definitely say, say this, man, and this may be a hot hot take, but I'm just saying it anyway. I've never been a big Deion Jones fan, and, in fact, yeah. I was hoping we would have cut him. I was hoping we would have cut him this past offseason. He just got paid, so we got to stick with him for, like, another year or two. Unfortunately. But, um, as a shameless promotion and cool, we trust. And cool will win nope. the game. That's, that's, that's right. That's why I chose the Falcons. You that's right. The field Georgia Southern University. That's right. Yes, Georgia Southern University, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah, but, that's but, 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 but that's my but, yeah, but that's my game I picked, though, man. I'm definitely going to go with the Falcons and, and the young way cool leg, leg for the win. That, I like that. I I I um I chose the Cowboys and the, and the Washington football team, um because Washington football team got very interesting in the last three four weeks. All of a sudden, they yeah. just now want to be ballers and shot callers. So I would love for them to go ahead and put put a um a L on the Cowboys' ass because it's always fuck the Cowboys. So <laughs> all you know what the and it looks and it looks possible too. So you know it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I feel like that matchup is a lot more interesting now that the the Washington football team just got a little fire lit under their ass, and they're in the playoffs. <laughs> like so, you know, it's like it's crazy. I so, think the Washington football team is kind of like an interesting team. You know, they have a practically a no name quarterback. Even though, just to bring it up, for, you know, for my fellow Georgia Southern brethren up here, we played against Taylor Heineke back when we back when we were still doing the FCS because he played for yeah. Old Dominion. No, they, yeah, sure did. I want to say that I want to say he came through the borough. He came through the mm. borough, you know, and we did, and we did beat him. But you know, he's actually been a pretty good, steady quarterback, though, you know, and he's one of those projects to where. You know, you give him a chance. And also, another side note, Jake Fromm is starting for New York Giants this week. It's gonna be you got to love it. You got to love it. You got to love it. You know? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for real, though. Interesting, interesting stuff, guys. Interesting, interesting. All, all I can say is this weekend is going to be – it's going to be – it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I, of course, I got my boys playing. Need them to go ahead and do what they got to do. Uh, I didn't pick that team because I, I never, I'm never gonna pick my team. When we do our picks, I'm never gonna pick my team. That's just what it is. What it is. But it's just gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting weekend, just to say the yeah, same things. Football. I mean, NFL is always a fun. That's why I love watching the NFL a lot more than you know. Of course, I love having a conversation with you guys with the college football ranks, and that's why I like I let y'all do y'all talking with that with the information because that's all all the good stuff but when it comes to the NFL that's when I become the fanboy and I love it so it's going to be an interesting weekend oh, actually I just thought about something that's kind of cool like Brandon is kind of like a expert especially when it comes to high school sports you know like he like like he knows football and especially basketball pretty good and um, 
I'm like I'm like a practical subject matter expert when it comes to like college football. And then like Ronaldo, you know, he's like the NFL guy. So you have like just three different ways of thinking. Like we'll see somebody see it from the foundation, and then you see somebody see it from the from like the building having this little like foundation being built upon, and then you see the finished house with three different yeah, ways of thinking. Uh, it's, so, all, it's, it's all collaboration. Tight. It's all collaboration. And we also got we also got um we also got three with his bum ass Florida people, but you know, just playing, <laughs> just playing with him though. Just playing with him though. Just playing with him. See if I'm see if I go wild. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry, big dog. Don't worry, you know I got you. Duval. <laughs> you know, I, oh now you want to say Duval. I got you. I got you. It's all good, man. Y'all, y'all 49ers came down there and did y'all thing. But it's it's all good because I still got cash shit to talk for sure. But I'm gonna let you always, have this little always, bit right now. Big always, man. Always, always, man. Who's your who's your what's your game pick? What's my game pick? Oh Lord. Mm. Um, yeah, man. Let's see here, man. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just. I feel like since you just did that ESPN um little jingle, we got to pay them boys something. You know, can't be. You got to do something about that. That's copyright, 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 man, copyright. Man. You can't be singing mm-hmm. they stuff on there like Fuck that. Fuck ESPN, goddamn. Woo, boy, here we go. Yeah. Law- lawyers, lawyers, let's lawyer up. Yeah, cancel us right now, goddamn it. Shit. Yeah, that's uh, like that. Let us see. Anybody did the Rams and Cardinals? Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was the main game. Yeah, we did. Cardinals the main game. Bills and Buccaneers. Mm. No, nah, man, go for it. Yeah, we didn't really talk about it, so don't want to hear. Ah, yeah. yes. So I'm going with the Buccaneers, man, because the Bills. They've been bullshit these last few weeks, dog. For real. Like they could have beat some folks these last couple of weeks, but uh-uh, son. They caught that L. So yeah. I'm going with the Bucks, man. Good old Tom Brady and Nims. As a wise man once said, a hit dog will holler. And that's what the Bills are. <laughs> <a hit dog. laughs> That's the theme well, of the year, brother. That's the theme of the year. So I'm going to have to go with well, the Buccaneers on this one. I mean, you know, you got to respect a good, skilled opponent. You know, same way with Alabama against Georgia. You know, I I, I got to respect Tampa Bay as well, even though, even though they're in my division. I mean, they are a sound team, you know, minus some of the craziness off the field with people like Antonio Brown. You know, hopefully that guy will get it. He's not even relevant no more. So you don't have to say nothing about Antonio Brown, bro. He wasn't paying people – before he wasn't getting paid. So it's all good, man. Let it ride. Let it ride. True, true, true. But you already know. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think that Tampa's still a very solid team with a lot to look forward to. And you know, as well as money. Is, 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 is Tom Brady is Tom Brady MVP this year? Say it again. Is Tom Brady the MVP this year? Mm. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Mm. Okay. 
It's just funny. It's funny. That's why everybody when they when nobody's really had the talking MVP nope. battle right now because they and they just kind of forcing it to Tom Brady because that's the only person they can kind of think of at the moment. No, no collar, no collar Murray. Nah, because he's been out a couple of games, and you know the stats are not, you know, reflecting you know where he should be with that. If if, um, if I had if his, I had it, if but I his had team's it, still anybody, good though. That's but true. See, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, but, but because but, of, but, he missed those games. Them, he missed those games. I know. They, I mean, they won without him. Yeah, they won without him. They were winning without him. But that's what that's what I'm saying. His team. I didn't say him. I said his team still good though. So without him, they still winning, and that's why I'm saying like he doesn't. He doesn't need it. And get it if his team is good without him, he doesn't need it. I was. I want to say like this: the who who really deserves it, and they're not going to give it to him is Debo Samuel. But you know what I'm saying? That's that's what I feel like is is the MVP. Well, at least he got to be at least in a, a running of it because that the boy doing stuff that he ain't supposed to be doing. That's all I'm gonna say. And he's taking people chains. <laughs> this guy. But it's gonna be the same thing because he just missed he's missing two weeks now. He missed this week, he's gonna miss next week for the for his groin. So it is what it is. But hey, the man the man put up all kind of crazy numbers. He was a man running back two weeks ago with two two rushing touchdowns. But he's a wide receiver with a thousand yards. You know so There it is. Yeah. Just know what happens to Reed if we're going to go there. You know, Cordell Patterson. That's the tradition of MVP. <laughs> you know, he's been, he been, he's been that Man, Cordell is the one reason why I'm not crying over the Atlanta Falcon season right now. <laughs> Cordell has actually been a very good bright spot. <laughs> I'm a one-up you over that. And and give it, I'm a one-up you keep me on the record. I'm gonna wind up you over Cordell, man. Give it to Cool, man. Cool's been Cool's been an MVP for that team. That's cool too. <laughs> I'll just give it to Matt. That, Ryan. that might be my bias. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about giving to Matt Ryan, but hey, all right. That's on y'all. No, on. no. My name is Paul, and that's on y'all. <laughs> that's that foolery. That's on y'all. Mm. I, like that. I like that one. Right I like that one. I like that one a lot, bro. Y'all can give it, y'all can give it to Matt. Y'all can. Who? Nah. Nah. Give it to who? Matt Ryan. Shit. Nobody giving him a goddamn thing except for the center giving him the ball. That's about fucking it. Nobody giving that motherfucker the MVP this season, bro. Shit. <laughs> Hell. <nah. laughs> well, you know. Mm-mm. The no, way the way no the way the Falcon, the way the way the Falcons fans feel about Matt Ryan, I feel about Jameson. So Jimerson. I, I know mean, how y'all feel, Matt Ryan fans. I know how y'all feel with Jimerson. Hey, hey, like I said before, man, I, I really think you could find about five other five, six, seven. Maybe eight, nine other problems before Matt Ryan actually becomes, become, you know, your main focus on that. But like I said, <laughs> but again, Calvin Ridley's down. You literally have no, no, nobody else because, you know, you trade away Julio Jones. You really didn't get a you know, good replacement. Again, the 
for some reason, man, like I said, the, the staff, the staff just, just really just, just left. We really get 2021 be a zero season, even though they tried to lie to us, tell us, man, that this is only going to be, you know, a, a reload instead of rebuild. They said they claim they're going to win now, but everything they showed is that that was not going to be the case. That, that's always been my main thing, man. Like I said, because we already knew, knew what it was from jump. But again, even even with these handicaps, sometimes I'm looking at Matt and said, "Dang, man, this is ooh, ooh this is rough. <laughs> this is rough." Like I said, this, this, this office just ain't taking off the way the way you know it, it, it really you know could it probably shouldn't be. But man, again, it, it's just been such a bad bad part to watch, y'all. That i have just been like, man. Man, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm really just, you know, I'm really just, you know, no, nose blind to it now, man. It's like I, I, I've been smelling shit for so long from this team that I've just gotten used to it and just been like, man. Thank God for the Braves. Thank God for the Braves. Yes, just thank God for those Braves. By that being, time, them shout outs, man. Yeah, with that being said, y'all got any shout outs, man? Well, I, I definitely shout out, definitely shout out to for sure David for coming on, and definitely shout out to my brother from another King Jeff for coming on twice. He says, you, we got these boys on here two times. That's that's history right there for the for yep. the for the first round of podcast. Exactly. The first, yeah, yeah, yep, first, yep, yep, first back to back. Like I said, and it was. Back to back shows, man. Like I said, we we, yeah, we, we we normally don't bring bring on mm-hmm. guests like that, man. But but this, but tonight we definitely yeah. had to run back after the way the SC championship went down, y'all. So definitely, and it was and it was well planned because we had an incredible um beginning of the podcast. So I can't wait for oh, the yeah. um listeners to hear the beginning of this podcast, which you are now listening to now. But y'all y'all understand what I'm saying in the future days. So definitely shout out to you guys for doing it, man. I'm glad y'all got, got came on. I can't wait to hear you guys come on again for future references because there's going to be some crazy shit to be going off. So we're going to need all the commentary in the world to be. And, of course, shout out to my boys in the first rounders for the show. E. Willingham, Reggie Red, T. Rivers, you know, we're doing this, man. We're making some really good good content. So I'm glad to be part of this whole journey with you guys for the show. And definitely shout out to that episode four of Hawkeye, man, because that was a really good episode. That was okay. Yes, it was. Like, okay. Now, 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 all these people that have been paying attention, all these people that have been paying attention to the Black Widow, I'm just saying right here, I ain't saying the sport, but people that have been paying Black Widow, watch you some Hawkeye. That's all I'm going to say. Definitely. No doubt, no doubt. Like I said, I can just pick it up from there, man. Definitely, again, Echo. King Leon, you know, echo a lot a lot of his sentiments, man. But first of all, shout, shout out to shout out to King Jeff, man. Shout out to Coach Wheeler for blessing us once again mm. on, on the podcast, man. Like I said, we, we had to, we had to, man. Like I said, we we were just thinking about you know what we're just going to do for this show, and once I saw you know what Brandon gave what the early title was going to be, I was like, yo. This had to, it, it just dawned on me. We just had to run it back, man. We just had to get the we just had to get you know the boys who we brought on last week 
It just had, had 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 to get y'all's thoughts on this, man. Like I said, it, again, it, 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 it was too historic not to, man. It, it was just too much of an opportunity not to pass up, man. So I'm definitely glad that y'all were able to give y'all's time, you know, to this once again. And like like like, like we've always say, man, we'll definitely do it again, man, sooner rather than later. And always a shout out to the rest of my my boys on the first rounders, man. Like I said King Leon. Good old our host B Willingham and my brother from another mother specialist Rivers. Again, shout oh. out once again to my to my father. You know, said so he's a good Navy man and definitely will uh, be yeah. paying attention to the to the Navy Army game this weekend. So, oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna call him and talk shit for sure while the game's going on. You better get ready. <laughs> sure, I know you will. You know he's going to crack my eyes with you, so <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, just to uh, crack back on my on my homeboy there, young the real Reggie. Um, that's my dog for show. For show, the real Reggie is my dog. For show, brother from another mother. Shout out to him. Shout out to his family, his mom and dad, and his sister. Man, hey, love them, love them for show. Shout out to the young uh, King Leon. Like I always say, we was working back at the Boys and Girls Club in Bullet County, slapping motherfuckers from left to right. For show, getting them in line. God damn it, getting them in line. Changing the world, bro. We've been changing the world. Oh, yeah. Change the world one badass kid at a time. But anyway, um, shout out to my homeboy, B. Willingham. Uh, yes, Mr. Uh, 12, uh, 1211 right there. That's Mr. 1211, if y'all ain't know. Whatever, man. Mr. 1211 said, <laughs> save them hoes without a cape. But anyway, Whatever. and then it was uh, <laughs> shout out to Shout out to uh, uh, our other roommate, Jesse, man. That was Mr. Shots right there, Dr. Shots. Dr. That's Shots during, ah, uh, yes, before COVID. But anyway, ah, um, uh, yes, and shout out to our guests once again, their young King Jeffrey, our our uh, other resident of the fan, and then Coach David, the uh, – the resident Alabama fan, man. Thanks for y'all coming on, man. Y'all have some, woo. Like I said, the first 30, 45 minutes of this podcast, man, got good, good, good googly moogly. Oh, yeah. Woo. That was crazy. I say, meet the bull. Yoga flyer. Yoga flyer. Yoga flyer. But yeah, man, thanks for y'all coming on, man. Thanks for the listeners. Y'all keep tuning in. Hey, we get new listeners, y'all. Y'all keep tuning in, man, because we we still we still rolling with the heat, man, for sure. Shout out to my boy Biggie Willingham, the founder, the the uh, co-conspirator, the mastermind, whatever you want to call him. That man, yeah. that young man, put it all together, called us all in, and we here, and we're gonna keep being here for that young man. So shout out to the founder, B Willingham, and it's all you, big dog. Oh, yeah. Before we go, Jeff, you got anything you want to say, man? No. Oh, yes, man. Like, it's also an honor and a privilege to be on this podcast again. You know, I'm definitely honored to be a special guest, you know, to kind of say my spiel about the Georgia Bulldogs and all the other teams, the good and the bad. And, yes, man, 
that first 30, 40 minutes was very, was uh, very intense, but it's so good to have fresh ways of thinking and, you know, just having different mindsets when it comes to the teams that we support. And uh, I want to say a big shout out to my brother from, from another mother, you know, my boy King Leon, special shout out to my homie, the real Reggie, special shout out to Sir Tarif. And, you know, definitely go Army. And he's out here serving and protecting this country. And he's looking out for our safety. Big mad respects to that. And most of all, definitely mad respects to my brother, B-Will, Brandon Willingham, the founder of the First Rounders podcast. I mean, this is this is a great culmination of just like-minded, in, like-minded individuals coming together to really do something good for the good good for the masses out here because this is the, these are the type of conversations that are needed to be had you know and so i'm really grateful and i look forward to coming back on the podcast whenever available much love to everybody you know we out here on the graveyard shift and i got to start packing pretty soon yeah. <laughs> i gotta get up in a couple more hours but it's all good though man like yeah, okay. i said good, good, good thing i ain't got no morning meetings oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah amen amen yeah. amen brother Yes, yes. But uh, I ain't really got two minutes, two minutes shout out. But like I said, this was a real good show, man. Appreciate y'all boys um, taking your time just to talk this shit about these. Uh, about yeah. these about yes, these sir. Things, you know? yeah. And unfortunately, we didn't have an we didn't have an Elijah Moore pinhead of the week this week, but um. Just I'm give it to Joe Garoppolo, dog. Yeah. Just give it to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, we're gonna give it to Jimmy Garoppolo. Give it to Jimmy. <laughs> Reggie, bro, he ain't giving up. He ain't giving no, yeah, up man. since Sunday, bro. No, 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 I'm saying the funniest thing, bro. The Plant Atkinson, the Plant Atkinson address was about the funniest thing this man told us after that game, bro. I was you, like, you talking about you talking Ronaldo. about Jimmy's arm address? Yeah, 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 yeah. man. I, I checked it out. It's really nice. It's right really nice. It's really nice where like, he stays at home. Huh? Ronaldo had time. Ronaldo bruh. had time. Had all kind of time, man. FBI on it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Y'all hate. Y'all think it's really this, FBI uh, on this it. This game was more the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. This ain't this ain't no this ain't this is not a game, to be honest with you. But hey, like I said, I, I may I may have my rant for Jimmy next week. It depends. If Jimmy do his if Jimmy do his does his job this Sunday, you don't have to worry about it no more. But yeah. if he do, if he don't, y'all might see some movie. I might y'all might see a movie being made next week. That's all. Mm. Ah yes. We looking forward mm. to that. So a docu a docu-series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, nah, this about to be an yep. HBO special. About to, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to, about to knock hard knot inside of this motherfucker. But I'm just saying. Ah, yes. Unload the clip. Whoa, 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 man. Woo. Hey, mm. hey, y'all. These fans be going crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> but on yeah. that note, man, we gonna be we out this thing, man. Peace. Till next time, good listeners. Hasta luego. Yes. Deuces. Somebody tell me how to get away from the coyotes on the next episode. Somebody, a listener, somebody, goddamn. Meditate, sell the things that I cannot change. Like I never sell my ass or my soul for fame. I'm so player, pimp tight, real kosher. I'm devil near. Don't need no deal or exposure.